Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Time once again for another Big Fake Radio Show. Joining me as always, new Larry, Kevin Jank. You can call me Kevin Jank. You can call me new Larry. You can call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> That's, <right. laughs> That's a very good reference to the movie we will be watching this, discussing this evening. Governor Gabby. Some call it a movie. I call it a tour de force. <laughs> no. I think uh, I don't know if the Ed's showing up. Last week on the show, the Ed said he was going to show up and we'd talk football and preview the NFL season. But I haven't talked to him in a week. I'm going to guess he forgot. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll just you know sit a bit here at the top of the show until uh, see if the Ed shows up. And then anyway, if he doesn't, we'll get into Governor Gabby. I also watched a couple uh, episodes of What If. We didn't get to talk about that last week because of the Ed. Yeah. We missed out on Columbo talk last week, so <laughs> yes, we saved it all for Tuppy. <laughs> <laughs> but if the Ed's not here, the, the Columbo lover himself, Tuffy, is already here. Tuffy! Yeah, hello. I don't know if I want to be here today. <laughs> now, Tuffy, I don't enjoy, I, I, right away I don't like your attitude here because it seems like you're very uh, mad, a little angry, uh, a little pissed off about having to watch Governor Gabby. Well, uh, I know I had a change of plans last week, but we could have just watched Cherry 2000 this week. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the problem, Tuffy. Cherry 2000, like, it's like the Olympics. Like, you miss your chance. You've got to wait four years <laughs> to get back in. So. <laughs> Cherry 2000 yeah. goes to the back of the line. Hey, Tuffy, did you get your Andy Sedaris DVDs yet? I did. Nice. Yay. So, yeah. So we're all... Ready to go next time because we might need to do an Andy Sedaris movie to cleanse the palate after Governor Gabby. You know, but... well, we definitely need to cleanse the palate with something. They're very, hey, very different. A... I'll say that. I, I also want to watch. Uh... Oh, sent me a message on Twitter that said, "Oh, hey, if you're going to be here for the show this week, we're watching Governor Gabby. Cousin Brandon recommended it." Now, I didn't think there could be a thing worse than Cousin Brandon's music recommendations, but I think we found it. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't remember, when uh, Brandon was on here last time, we asked him, like, what terrible movies does he really, you know, did he, like, really like? And uh, he mentioned in passing Governor Gabby, although he said he wasn't sure, like, because he, he wasn't sure if it was a comedy or if, like, they were playing it straight. Or what? Uh, he seemed to be more like fascinated it by it. Comedy. Like more fascinated by it than you know thinking it's great or anything. But uh, I yeah we'll we'll talk about it later. Let's save that puppy. But for now, <laughs> let's start off. Yeah, we're uh, also going to save Columbo and Governor Gabby, and um, we'll just save everything. All right, <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. Is that, is that the show? Tuffy, 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 Tuffy. 
right at the top, uh, the the uh, Illinois State Fair is starting. It's our favorite time of the year. The yeah. Yeah. So let, let's review because tell tell the kids what goes on at the Illinois State Fair, Tommy. Uh, there's livestock there. Uh, people show livestock. They get judged. Very <laughs> in the lead. I like it. There's a midway, you know, with carnival rides and whatnot. Uh, and then there's a whole lot of fried food. <laughs> a lot of fried food. <laughs> yeah, this is a, a like a segment we've been doing for uh, I don't know how many years now, Tuffy. You've been telling us about the food you eat at the Illinois State Fair. At least. Uh, well, we were off last year due to oh, the coronavirus. Oh yeah. Probably uh, three or four years before that, I would think. Yeah, I would think so. So uh, I, I caught up your Twitter page because you're always nice enough to tweet out photos of your food. And uh, to share them with uh, Larry and uh, me, but uh, so here I'm looking at your. Yeah, I was hoping maybe you know I know Larry always loved the fair food talk. I thought maybe <laughs> maybe this would be the thing to get Larry back. But... Larry's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the uh, here's the first uh, selection from the Illinois State Fair that you had: corn dogs, cheese fries. Mm. And deep fried Oreos. Yeah. No, I've never. Jank, uh, have you ever had a deep fried Oreo? I've never actually had them. I've seen them all over the place. Um, I don't know. It just seems like a weird mix to me. <laughs> I'm not jumping on. Let me tell you this. Getting they, they might be the best thing you can get at the whole fair. Wow. High praise from Tuffy. All right. I mean, I've had deep-fried Snickers. I've had deep-fried cheesecake. I've had whatever you can put in a fryer. I've tried it. <laughs> now, State fair over the years. I'm Squirrel. looking at them right now, and it, it seems like uh, they're covered in, like, batter, like a doughish, doughy batter, yeah. and then they're, yep. there's powdered sugar over the top of them as well. Yeah. And Ooh. So, when you, so when you bite into these things, like the the outer dough, is it like hot and greasy? No, it's not. I mean, you gotta let them cool down for a second because they are right out of the fryer when you get them. That okay. you know that powdered sugar will really soak up into the the oil, and uh, when it does cook, I think the oil must soak into the cookie part too because it's not really crunchy anymore. Huh. Uh, and then like the, the stuffing is kind of like you know melted, gooey a little bit from being fried up. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, it doesn't sound that appetizing, but you're telling us that it is the best thing. <laughs> it is great. I guess it's kind of like a funnel cake with Oreos inside, so it doesn't sound too yeah, bad, I guess. pretty much. Yeah. How many yeah, thousands like of these cake could you well. eat in one year? That's the important question. <laughs> I, when, I was, when I was a little kid, uh, every year we'd have our school picnic at uh, Kennywood Park here in Berg. It's a very famous amusement park. And one of the big attractions at Kennywood Park was funnel cakes. And holy hell, yeah. could I put away some funnel cakes when I was a kid. Oh, this is just funnel cake with an Oreo inside of it. Yeah. I was never a big Oreo guy. Never ate a lot of Oreos. Oh, so. oh I like Oreos. I wonder if, I wonder I mean, if the Ed could eat uh, funnel 10, cake batter on that. So. Could the Ed eat <laughs> 10,000 fried Oreos? That's yeah. That's a challenge. We need to start. I uh, six of them in one sitting, and I felt a little bit sick afterwards, but 
<laughs> well, it's healthy. It also could have been the cheese fries and the two gigantic corn dogs slathered in mustard and ketchup. Those aren't gigantic corn dogs. Those are small corn dogs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's not an animal. <laughs> All, right. All right. So next up, we had uh... – oh, by the way, Tuffy, it seems like every – you didn't tell us what your beverage was that uh, first day. But it seems like every day you're getting some uh, bizarre flavor of iced tea. Yeah, it would have been flavored iced tea on day one, too. Oh, hey, oh, hey Tuffy, when I'm going through your Twitter timeline here, I see uh, you're reacting to uh, the fantastic world of D.C. Collins and Gary Coleman winning Best Actor. <laughs> That's right. You're, you're very excited for Gary. So. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see this. All right. Well, I guess it did not go down that way. Oscars, the uh, the quesadillas don't really go to the sci-fi movies, I noticed. I guess not. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of nominations. Not enough boobs in there. the stars. Uh, <laughs> All right, so day two with you. One, uh, not one nomination. Yeah. Hi, Highlander. I forgot about that. All right, uh, <laughs> day two at the Illinois State Fair. Uh, now, do you pronounce it gyro or hero? How, how do you say it, Tuffy? Uh, gyro. Gyro, all right. And no. sweet potato fries. Yeah. Now, how how did you uh, your hero hero say it again? Hero. <laughs> <laughs> hero. These days you'll get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was good. They got they got one little sort of uh, covered area that has like a pork vendor, a beef vendor, and a lamb vendor. So. Uh, that first day, I did go to the pork vendor to try and get the pork twister, which, you know, spoiler alert, will be coming up later. <laughs> uh, they were sold out <laughs> at the time. It was going to be like a 40-minute wait, so I just went over to the lamb and got some gyro. Gyro. And uh, it looks like there's some, like, cheese in there and uh, some tomatoes. And, I don't know, oh, it's or... a gyro, so it's uh, like a tzatziki sauce, I think it is. I have no idea. <laughs> It's All a specific about, thing to a euro. The only, the closest I've been to a euro is uh, from watching Seinfeld and the Al Roker episode where he's down in the. Uh, You've never room. eaten a euro? No. <laughs> well, he doesn't eat meat, so. Yeah, I've been <laughs> vegan. Kind of, yeah, but you did at uh, some point. Yeah, when I was a kid, but uh, I, no, I never had one when I was a kid. I'm in Western oh. PA, tough. Very good. Exactly. Yeah, they got Philly cheesesteaks. They don't got time for euros there. We don't even have Philly cheesesteaks. That's at Eastern PA. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> they can't cross have, state lines? No, we just have funnel cakes. They've eaten uh, sandwiches <laughs> or whatever? Yeah, that would be our side of the state, but I never really ate those either because they, they didn't come around no. here until after I was not eating meat. But I like the uh, the sweet potato fries. They're in a cup. Served in a cup. I like yeah, <laughs> that is the best kind of fry. Yeah. And uh, oh, you made a note here on this tweet that it appears the honey ice cream is a casualty of the COVID, because that was always a staple—the honey ice cream. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, uh, what? The uh, well, the two corn dogs and the cheese fries. Um, I used to kind of rotate that one in because those were corn dogs for a dollar or a dollar fifty, and the cheese fries were two dollars. So I could get you know for five bucks, I was eating pretty good. 
Uh, I'm sorry to inform you also, those corn dogs are now $2, and the cheese fries are $4. Wow. Inflation (laughs) is running amok. Yeah. But but here's, you know, again, Tuffy, I'm a vegan, so what do I know about the meat and stuff? But as someone who ingests uh, animal flesh, does it concern you at all that two corn dogs are cheaper than potatoes? Like, didn't you, wouldn't you want to pay more for the meat? (laughs) You know? I think you want to get better Uh, quality No, I still feel good about it. Because, you know, potatoes are very cheap. They're very cheap. So if your meat is cheaper than the potato... Well, but see, that's where they get you 100 years ago. Yeah, there's a mark upon the potatoes. Just like a soda shouldn't cost $2, but, you know. All right, so here we are, day three, I guess. Uh, pork twister, and you have in parentheses, yeah. pork tenderloin wrapped in bacon. Holy fuck. <laughs> that's a lot of pig. Yeah. You, yeah. You think when they're when they're out of pork twisters for the day, they just go to the 4-H club kids and like, hey, <laughs> yeah. give us the pig that won the prize. <laughs> we want that one. Uh, I could uh, only you, dream. You paired it with some more cheese fries. Yeah. Green apple iced tea. Yeah, and that was a, a good one. Soft and a soft pretzel with cheese. Now, didn't they have the big pretzels, Tuffy? Good lord, this pretzel is enormous. It's like, uh, <laughs> did it? Did it get well, like a blue again, um, for being the biggest pretzel? Good Lord. I I bought the pretzel because I f- still felt like I could eat a lot, and then I ate the pretzel and thought, okay, that might have been too much. <laughs> How much they soak you for the pretzel? Uh, I think the pretzel was six dollars. Oh that's wow! Not bad. For a huge ass pretzel. Six dollars. That seems expensive. I'm just blown away that Tuffy is dropping like fifteen bucks on lunch. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, he saves up all year. year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it there, Tuffy. That's why he can't spend uh, seven bucks on a, on a collection of movies. Yeah. Think <laughs> of all the polls you did for Asuka could have been corn dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. You could have had. <laughs> holy fuck, the amount of corn dogs you could have had. But, yeah, Tuffy, like you mentioned, though, that green apple iced tea, that sounds uh, delicious. What was it tasty? That was pretty good. Yeah. It does sound good. All right. Uh, next up, uh, day four at the Illinois State Fair. Brisket sandwich and pit potatoes. Oh, God, yeah. Pit potatoes. So, uh, this might have been the start... best of the week, I think. Oh, really? All right. Let, yeah, wow. so tell us about the brisket sandwich. I mean, that's just, that was perfect. Perfectly cooked meat, barbecue sauce on a buck. Yeah, I was going to say it's like barbecue sauce. I've never had brisket. Is that also? I never have either. Actually, is that a cow or what is it? Uh, yeah, that'd be beef. Slow cooked beef. Slow cooked beef. Mm. The the bun looks pretty. The the pit looks fast. The the bun looks pretty fancy as well. It's like uh, almost striped. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then the potatoes uh, are uh, small. Uh, roasted Yukon Gold potatoes that then they oh. roll around in like the dry rub for the for the beef and then you know put some barbecue sauce on there. Yeah. You're in business. Yeah, not, now I, <laughs> I know nothing about meat, obviously, because I didn't know brisket was a pig or a cow. But I am a potato connoisseur. I do love my yeah. potatoes, and uh, yeah, the pit potatoes look tasty. 
Now, would you eat a potato that had meat flavor rubbed all over it? <laughs> no. no. I would not eat them. <laughs> they look tasty, though. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, then today, Tuffy, you, we put out uh, barbecued nachos, mm-hmm. orange yeah. pineapple iced tea, oh, and then yeah. you also included a picture of a giant butter sculpture of a man choking a cow. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's trying he's to wrestle the ground, if I had to guess. All right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing to sculpt. You think you would just sculpt the cow out of butter. But they said, no, we're going to put a man there choking it as well. So that was strange. Well, it says <laughs> on the bottom of the sculpture, embracing tradition. So I think he's supposed to be hugging the cow. Oh, okay. Hugging. Oh. Yeah, embracing it. Not He loves him so much it. he's going to slaughter him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it might, he might just milk the cow. It is the butter cow. This is a dairy cow. Oh, wow! Look, the cow. The cow even has uh, udders and teats that are in the, made out of butter. Yeah! Wow! <laughs> so detailed. <laughs> I feel but, like Mike uh, Dell. You should write them a letter, and next year maybe they'll do a, like an Oscar out of butter, <laughs> and then you can sneak oh. in and steal it one night. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> butter Oscar. And yeah, if I remember so- correctly, I think this is the 100th year of the butter cow. Now, it's not the same butter cow, is it? I mean, there's a different butter cows, right? Oh, there's a new one that. every year. I think the yeah, butter would go off after yeah. 100 years. Pretty, pretty rancid butter, yeah. By this yeah, uh, like shellac it or something. These uh, these barbecue nachos kind of look like a uh, train wreck, Tuffy. They're just a mess. Good Lord. What is no. No, it's, uh, you know, the tortilla chips, and then there's pulled pork on there, there's baked beans on there, there's cheese sauce on there, and there's barbecue sauce on there. Man. Very good. How, how much are the barbecue nachos? They're expensive. Those were, uh, I think, $12. <laughs> Ooh. Tough. So proud of you. Actually throwing yeah. Them <laughs> Live it up. Yeah. So there you go. So now, Tuffy, the the fair, is it on next week as well? Two weeks, right? No, it started uh, last Thursday. So being gone Friday, Saturday, you know, Uh, cut into my fair food. And then Monday I was busy at work, (laughs) so I didn't get out there. So so is what you're talking about? Well, it's open tomorrow and Sunday, so I could theoretically – yeah, if I, my apartment, get more fair food, but, um, you know, I have to leave my apartment for that. Hey, I, <laughs> Is it I, close I think to where we, you live? Yeah, it's like 10 minutes away. Okay. That's not bad. Well, well, Tuffy, I think I have someone on the line who would like to discuss this uh, food with you. Uh, caller in the 702 area code. What is your name is, caller? This is Joe. Hey, uh, Joe. hey Joe. Hey, how you guys doing? It's, Joe, uh, hey, caller, what's your uh, name? Is? I, I, I like Joe. hearing about the different fairs because you know I go to a lot of fairs and okay. I test a lot of fair food. One time, somebody asked me how was the food at the fair, and I said it was fair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank Joe. <laughs> <laughs> 
said, you stupid. Jesus. Oh, hey, man, you uh, got me again. <laughs> <laughs> Did Nevada ever have state fairs when you were living in Nevada? The end? Yeah, they always got them, but I, I've only been a couple times. Yeah. Too much shooting going on. A lot of people fight. A lot of people fight, you know. But, but I'm yeah, surprised the Chicago State Fair there ain't a lot of shooting. Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> uh, of all the, did you the meal Tuffy, the lunches Tuffy was eating? Did any of those sound good to you yet? What about the? Yeah, I mean, I, I saw he. Well, I saw that he had a lot of nutritious stuff. He was getting his vegetables yeah. in there with the corn dogs. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Because, you know, corn, corn, a lot of people don't like corn. Yeah. But when you fix it in with a dog, it tastes a lot better. Now, <laughs> I, I don't know if you were on the, the line yet, but he said he had uh, six deep-fried Oreos. Have you ever had a deep-fried Oreo? No. I've had regular Oreos, a couple of those yeah. I've eaten. <laughs> yeah, you've had a couple of those. <laughs> but um, I've never I've never had a deep-fried Oreo. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would want... An Oreo to taste like a piece of chicken. Well, it doesn't taste like chicken, <laughs> but it still tastes like an Oreo. How does it taste uh, like Oreo if you got chicken around it? Well, you don't have chicken around it. You just have, like, uh, dough around it, not chicken. Dough? Yeah, and, like, powdered sugar on top of it, too, like a funnel cake. Have you ever had a funnel cake? I've seen them. I haven't ate them. Oh, I haven't out. tried those, but I'm hoping maybe they're going to have an Arizona fair. That made me think about that when I was hearing about it. I was like, I wonder if they got an Arizona fair. I don't know. But we didn't have no fair at my house, and I had a steak. Uh-huh. You put some A1 egg sauce on there? No, I, I use Heinz 57. I don't like A1. You never had Heinz 57? No, I don't eat a lot of meat. You know, I remember a one. But I mean, you could put you can put that on the tofu, man. Make the tofu taste like something. Because <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't you don't you put like hot sauce on the tofu? No, I just put uh, turmeric, black pepper, and sea salt. That's all. Now what the hell, sea salt? <laughs> Well, salt, if you want to say it. Yeah. Pink, pink Himalayan sea salt to be... Uh, just to salt be. they charge you more for. Man, salt <laughs> is salt. Somebody's tricking you talking about sea salt. Good Jesus Christ. Well, they say, oh, we got it from chicken of the sea. That's right. He got it from chicken of the sea. Yeah, but now, okay. How much healthier is sea salt for you? Then Morton's. Uh, not really at all. It's the same thing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, so you paying a big price, but it looks for prettier. some goddamn sea salt. It's like big hunks of like pink salt. It's fancy. Huh? <laughs> but it looks prettier. Well, I got some Wisconsin tofu. You want that? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but, uh, but the only ten dollars more. You might as well get it. It's healthier. Thanks for calling the show, though, the Ed. I thought you'd forget because you said last week you'd call to, like, preview the NFL season with us. I figured, oh, well, he'll probably forget. He won't call. But, look, you called. So, thank you. No, I call all the time, but you put me on hold talking about some shitty-ass movies. 
we're we're going to be talking about a shitty ass movie in, in the second hour here uh, called Governor Gabby. Have you ever heard I've of seen Governor that. Gabby? Yeah, oh, I've seen yeah, that. have you? Yeah. <laughs> you ever saw Gabby? Governor Gabby. Yeah, Governor. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. How you spell it? <laughs> Let's not get into that. All right. So end, what do you want to tell us about the big football season? Yet it starts in two weeks, right? Well, you know, a college student's mistakenly elected governor. The politician <laughs> hater, the people suffer. So you had Google it up, Governor Gabby. <laughs> that's exactly right. Got a girl in the moon, huh? Yeah, the girl. She's a blonde, and she's elected uh, governor. That's a pretty new movie, 2017. Yeah, <laughs> pretty new. Now, why? What made you want to watch that? Cousin Brandon. That's recommended a good it. question. <laughs> I mean, the director's good. James Nybauer, he's a good guy. <laughs> good, solid cast. Gabriel Nybauer, I guess that's his daughter. <laughs> yeah, well, here's yeah, the thing. You don't feel that it's an entire family, and they make these movies. We'll get into it later, but yeah, they just make these shitty movies for the family. For <laughs> real, the family that stands together. I think Chris Rock's in it. No, Chris Rock is not in it. Yeah, he's not in it. But, uh, well, yeah, we're been. supposed to be talking football. In the NFL. Season. Yeah, football season starting soon. Two weeks, right? Actually, about three weeks. September 9th is the first Thursday night game, and then Sunday the 12th, and then 13th oh, Monday night with the Ravens play the Raiders on Monday night football. Because they only got three preseason games this year. Then they take a two-week break before the regular season. Huh. You didn't know How that. do you feel about that? I did not know that. How do you feel about that? Do you like that better or no? Uh, no, I mean, there's too much time that you can't bet on games, man. It from September t- or August 28th all the way to September 9th, wait, there's no wait. games. Yeah, you're betting on preseason football? Yeah, I got Kansas City. And I had New England last night, <laughs> minus one. They won 32 nothing. You might have a problem nothing, maybe. if you're betting on preseason football. You, you know, it might be a problem. You know? why, why would there be a problem with that? Ain't no problem. They just take the bet. <laughs> all right. Now, also, I want to tell you something very important. Five years ago, Franklin passed away, and today's Franklin's birthday. Oh, happy birthday to Franklin. Yep. Five years. Yep. Franklin was a good kid. For those who don't remember, Franklin was his mm-hmm. best friend, and he always uh, was on the radio shows back in the day. And uh, I think the first Ed show, he uh, was driving you around, and you picked up a hooker, right? Yeah. Do you remember her name? Chardonnay, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chardonnay. Yeah, that's right. I actually went back and listened to that episode the other day. Oh, wow. Just yeah. to remember Franklin or just because you wanted to remember Chardonnay? A little of both. <laughs> I've never no, I seen it. Didn't, didn't that story end eventually with Chardonnay ripping off Franklin, like stealing his wallet? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of crazy stories about Franklin. Then the Bourbon Street Hotel that used to be in Las Vegas, on the day that they were condemning it to close it, to blow it up, 
Franklin was in there getting a blowjob in the bathroom. And he was the last person to come in that hotel. Because when he, when he had blew his load, the security guards caught him and kicked him out, and they, and they closed off the building, and no one else was allowed in. They saved his life. <laughs> yeah. How about that? And, uh, yeah. Frank, and then you, I remember you, uh, one time. Huh? Well, I was just going to say, also, uh, Frank Lenny is known as Frankie Onassis. He'd be tapping the masses. Yeah. He'd be tapping the masses, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time he calls me. He was like, Ed, come to Imperial Palace, man. I need your help. Well, he had got a hooker the previous night. All these hotels he's at are no longer there in Vegas for some reason. Every hotel he goes to gets shut down. <laughs> and uh, he was at the Imperial Palace, and he met a hooker at the bar the night before. He took her up to the room. He had just got paid. That's always bad when he just got paid. Yeah. So he had a cast on his arm at the time, the air cast, because he had messed his arm up. Well, he woke up in the morning totally naked, handcuffed to the bed. His clothes was gone. His clothes were gone. The cast was off of his arm. (laughs) He took the cast? Yeah. Took all his money, all the sheets and everything were off the bed too. There was no bed bedding or nothing. Oh yeah. This hooker was a pro. <laughs> so when the maids came, you know, they call for oh housekeeping, housekeeping, housekeeping. Man, Frank was going, Help, help, help and the lady opened the door and she see a naked Franklin handcuffed in the bed. <laughs> So they had to call security. I mean, he took his socks, his underwear, every stitch of clothing. Wow. So they found that, I guess, the security tape, see the lady, and she took all the stuff and she threw it in a garbage can. Bedding and everything. So he calls me, asking me, asking me to bring him some clothes. So I brought him the clothes, and he was in the security room at the Imperial Palace. And they just had him in a pair of boxer shorts. No shirt, no nothing. No socks, no nothing. I had to bring him his stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Franklin also, yeah. Uh, one day, he sent me a Joe Sackick t-shirt that he had. Yeah, he liked Joe Sackick. <laughs> yeah, he's a good kid. And he also worked at Wild Wings, I remember. Uh, the, uh... Yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, and he went to work drunk every day. He always was drinking. Steel Reserve. So it didn't matter. Yeah, Steel Reserve. It didn't ever even matter that he was drinking that. And then he ends up getting fired when new management takes over. And they told him, it smells like you've been drinking on the job. He goes, I've been here eight years. And they let him go. (laughs) Well, yeah. I, I think usually employers frown on drinking on the job. I mean, usually not something. Not if you can do. do. Not if you can do the work. Not if you do the work. Yeah. Then one day the baby found him. The baby calls me on his cell phone. The baby was probably five at the time, and uh, <laughs> Franklin was at the house, and I wasn't there. And Franklin fell and hit his head on the counter and blood was all over the floor. He oh, calls no. me and says, Franklin's dead. 
That's how Gary Coleman died, hitting his head on the counter. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and I so got that, there, man. He was he was just full of blood. It was all over the floor. Then he went and laid on the couch. I made him buy a new couch because he got blood all over that couch. <laughs> and he went to work that night. Drunk? Uh, yeah, he actually drank before work after after he calmed down after... But he was like, man, he was out of it. I thought he was dead. And uh, yep. Frank, Franklin was a lot of good, lot of good, lot of good times. Yeah. Then he dated the girl with the little hand. Yeah, the little hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I told you what happened when he was going to propose to her, didn't I? I'll remind us. Well, him and the him and the lady with the little hand went to California to the beach, and Franklin had bought a ring. And he was going to propose to her at the beach. So he goes into the water with her, and he reaches in his pocket to get the ring, and the wa- the ring floats away in the water. Oh, no. Yeah, so he didn't propose to her. He said, I guess it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> so did she even know that he had a ring, or like he didn't even tell her that he had a he ring? Never even, no, he never told her nothing. He never did. Wow. He never even mentioned it. So he just no, when he his went in his the universe. Yeah, when he went in his pocket and reached for it and it was gone, he's like, eh, well, you know, I don't want to say nothing to her about it now. <laughs> yep. So, you know, a lot of good times, a lot of good times. Yeah, Godspeed to Frank. But now we got to talk about the NFL season. Yes. Hey, they're playing 17 games this season, huh? Yeah, that's why they, they reduced the preseason, because yeah. they're doing 17 regular season. Yeah, they, they, giving they made to... things different. Are they giving them two no, bye no, weeks? No, one bye, one by one bye week, that's it. Now, next year, when they go to 18 games, it'll be what? two bye weeks. They're going yeah, to they're 18, going 18 games. games. Yeah, because they're going to cut the preseason down. They might not even have preseason. It might just be training camp and go 18 games. There's no reason for preseason. Like, college teams don't have preseason. Just play. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I never needed practice. Exactly. Uh, so, no, what, what's I the just, big story going into the season, man? What's the big story? Any uh, big news? Well, it, well is Tom Brady going to win it again? Oh, fucking Tom I mean, Brady. I just punch that I mean the, guy, the guy just keeps on winning. Yeah. It's kind of a miraculous story. It is. I mean, I hate Tom Brady, but I mean, it's pretty ridiculous yeah. what he's done. So. But now I, I kind of like Tom Brady now because now that he's not on the Patriots, he got like a sense of humor and he talks and carries on and does stuff. Well, I like it. I just found out a couple months ago that uh, Tom Brady and uh, his actually his lady Giselle, when uh, Kid Crosby was having all his concussion problems, Giselle told Tom Brady – because I guess he's buddy, him and Crosby know each other, I guess, and they're buddies. He told Crosby to go see some doctor out in Colorado that Giselle said it's not a concussion, it's a neck problem. And he went to that doctor, and that's what it was. It was a neck problem. It wasn't a concussion. So Crosby got better all because of Giselle Bunchin and Tom Brady. That's right. See, they, they knew what they were talking about. Like, I never heard that until uh, just recently. So I was like, I asked the Dave, can I still hate Tom Brady after I found this out? And the Dave said, yeah, you can still hate Tom Brady, so I can still hate Tom Brady. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you don't, uh, you don't really uh, think Tampa Bay is going to win again, do you? Well, 
If you hear my predictions, you'll find out. Uh, all right, well, let's get to your predictions. How do you want to do this? Uh, divisions, I guess? Yeah, I'll tell you who's going to win each division and then tell you who's going to be in the playoffs. But I got to make sure I, how many teams are in the playoffs now. Jesus Christ. I have no idea. I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we'll work it. We'll work it out. We'll still get to the finals. Hey, so in hey, the AFC think, East, huh? I was just gonna say, do you think uh, to you know get Tuffy involved here, get him interested? Do you think the Chicago Bears have a shot? You'll find out shortly. <laughs> they have a good young quarterback. I know that. They do. So. Yeah. Yeah, Andy Dalton. No. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> no, it's Mitch Trubisky no. in Buffalo. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> wow, so Trubisky's in Buffalo backing up that uh, Allen kid. Right? What's Allen. the kid's name, Tuffy? Do you know? Justin Fields. That's right. Justin Fields, all right. He played at the Ohio State University. The yeah. Ohio State all right, so let's start, what, AFC East, you said? Start yeah, the AFC East will start with. In last place, there's, there's four teams in each division, so we're going to go last to first. So in last place is going to be the New York Yeah, they're just yeah. terrible, right? Is there any hope at all yeah. for the Jets to get? Are they, like, even within, like, five years, are they going to be good? They're just hopeless, right? No, they're hopeless. Yeah. In third place will be the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. Who's that kid they got the quarterback in? Tua uh... Tabalagamoga. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In second place, the New England Patriots. Now, who's going to be the quarterback there? Cam Newton, or don't they have a Mac Jones or something? Somewhere? I think Mac Jones is going to take it. I think Mac Jones is going to quarterback him. But we'll see. And in the first place, the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen. They're going to win 15, uh, 14 games and lose three. It's pretty crazy, but I like having Buffalo as a good team again. It's the early 90s. Yeah. Buffalo had a good team. Now we'll go to the AFC South. In last place, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence ain't going to be able to do nothing for that god dang school. Hey, they, they cut Tim Tebow the end. Yeah. And tied for fourth place with them will be the Houston Texans because they suck too. Both of them teams are only about four games. What's going on with Deshaun Watson? Is he still getting massages and stuff? or is he? I don't know. They're not going to be able to play him. They're not going to be able to play him. It's going to come, they're going to get Tyrod Taylor. So they might be a little bit better than the Jaguars, but and the Jaguars and Texans are going to be the trash. In second place, the Indianapolis Colts. Got the now, stupidest quarterback ever, Carson Yeah, Wentz. Carson Jesus Wentz. Christ. You were all upset when they got Carson Wentz. Last I heard, uh, when I go shoot hockey in the afternoons, I listen to the sports radio. Back, I heard that he hurt his ankle. He, he okay? got hurt, and he was supposed to be out for 12 weeks. Now they say he's playing opening day, so who knows? Then in first place will be the Wentz? Tennessee why don't Titans. You like, uh, why don't you like Carson Wentz, though? Yet? He looks like Jay Cutler. He's got that old sourpuss look. 
hate it. <laughs> That's favorite I didn't like him when he was on. I didn't like him when he was on the Phillies. I mean the Eagles. And and I was like, man, please don't go to the Colts. Please don't go to the Colts. Then they say, oh, he signed with the Colts. I said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Last year we got Rivers, who I hated. Now we got Carson Wentz. Uh. Yeah, so I guess Rivers retired then. He just hung him up. Yeah, but he might be. He might be back. All right, so number one, you said Tennessee. And, uh, yeah, Tennessee Titans will be there, too. Tennessee will probably win thir- uh, 12 games, go 12 and 5. They got the bigger running back, Der- what, Derrick Henry, right? Yep, Derrick Henry, and they got Ryan Tannehill, who's who's a good quarterback for them. So then we're going to go to the AFC North. Yeah. Fourth place, the Pittsburgh Steelers. What? Fourth place? Pittsburgh's going to win five games and lose 12 this year. Wow. It's going to be a very bad season in Pittsburgh. I, I need you to call into the Pittsburgh uh, sports talk shows and say this because they steal A lot of people think they're going to suck, but some people think they they could be really good. So it's like a, a mix. No, they're not going to be good at all. It's over for Big Ben. Yeah, it all comes down to Ben Lisberger, right? If he can still play, uh, they'll be decent. But they have a, they have a yep. defense, right? Nah, who knows? Yeah. In third place, going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow's going to win six or seven games for those kids. They'll beat the Steelers twice this year. Oh, well. In second place is going to be the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are going to be kind of a disappointment at 10-7. and seven. They're not going to be that great. Lamar Jackson's a bum. Yeah. And in first place, the mighty Cleveland Browns. The mighty Cleveland Browns. They're going to well, be 12-5. and 12-5. I say the yep, Steelers. So. <laughs> I don't think the Steelers finish last. I think they. I, I actually think they can finish second, actually. And if the Steelers don't, then the Ravens will, because the Bengals are finishing third. So, uh, all right, so that's all the AFC kids, right? Or no, we still have the West. Now we got the AFC West. AFC West, last place and fourth place, the Denver Broncos. Seems about right. Because they they didn't draft a quarterback because everyone thought, oh, they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. And then they didn't get Aaron Rodgers, and now they're kind of screwed. They don't have a quarterback. In third place, the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. Are, are they your favorite They're just not or? good. Hell no. I don't give a fuck about no John Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> and in second place, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, they got a good quarterback, and in, right? Yeah, Justin Herbert. He's going to be real good. And in first place, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. They probably gonna go. So of those four teams, I'm gonna just tell you what's gonna happen in the AFC Championship game. It's gonna be between the Cleveland Browns and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I don't know. Kansas City's not going to the Super Bowl. They got their <laughs> Super Bowl. They got their Super Bowl already. I mean, shoot, Tom Brady's the only one that wins more than one Super Bowl and the Peyton Manning, but he does it on two different teams. I I want to see uh, Buffalo go. I, I'm rooting for Buffalo. 
So in the AFC for the Super Bowl this year is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. You're saying the Bears are going to play the Bills in the Super Bowl. (laughs) We We haven't got to the NFC yet. So the NFC East in last place, the New York Giants. So both New York teams are in last place in the division. Who's worse? The Giants, the Jets are still worse than the Giants, though, right? Yeah, yeah, the Jets are way worse. Yeah, yeah. Third place, the Philadelphia Eagles. In second place, the Washington Redskins. Well, the Washington Football Club or football team. They always the Reds. They're the Redskins to me. I'm never calling the Indians the Guardians either. That's a terrible. You will never, Guardians. you will never, ever, ever hear me say Cleveland Guardians. I will never say Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> that is just never. A name. <laughs> That's Guardians. pretty bad. Uh, yeah, then they tried to be slick because the Dns, you know, the I N and then the Dns and then the G U A R and then the Dns. <laughs> That's not. Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, I'd rather be that. But Jesus Christ, the guard! I'll never say Cleveland Guardians. Jesus Christ, it's about the stupidest name, Cleveland Guardians. Uh-uh. All right. So the Cowboys. So Cowboys win the win the NFC East. So Dak Prescott's healthy and everything. Yeah, I think Dak is. Dak will be healthy. I think the Cowboys rolled to about a uh, twelve and five record. That's a pretty good division, though, right? Well, I guess Washington's supposed to have a good <coughs> defense, huh? defensive line. And Washington might. Washington will be close. They might be eleven and six. All right. So the NFC South, last place, Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold, the old New York Jet quarterback. He's used to last place. He's gonna stick there in Carolina. <laughs> Third place. The New Orleans Saints. Without Drew Brees, they're not going to be nothing. Who's going to be the starter there? Uh, Jameis Winston should be. Yeah, you got to play famous Jameis. Because that, what's that other kid they have? Hill, Tyson Hill, or whatever Tyson. Taysom Hill. Yeah, I don't like him. All right. And then in second place, the Atlanta Falcons. Matty Ice, Matty Ryan, whatever his name is. He going to try to make a comeback. But can't none of them deal. Now, Julio Jones is in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in first place, going 14-3, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Fucking Tampa Bay. So then we're on to the NFC North. Hey, it's toughie time. Yeah. In fourth place, the Detroit Lions. Yeah, that's an yeah. easy one. That, yeah, because they, they changed In, quarterbacks. Cause <laughs> Matt Stafford went to the Rams, and the Rams kid, Jared Goff, went to the Lions, right? Yep. In third place, the Minnesota Vikings. Her Cousins. Yeah. He's almost as bad as Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah. And in second place, the Green – no, not the Green Bay Packers. Jesus Christ. The Chicago Bears. Oh, Tuffy. Tuffy, Tuffy. Tuffy got excited for a minute. 
No, and then first place, Aaron Rodgers in the Chicago Packers. I mean, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers got to go host Jeopardy. Man, he could do both. <laughs> that division's so bad that he could play. He could do Jeopardy and host and be the court Packers quarterback and still win the division. Tuffy, would you like to have a rebuttal to the Edge pick here? Would you like to? You know, uh, I would like to, but you know, it's it's the Bears, so. Aaron Rodgers said to the Bears when he was hosting Jeopardy, what is an ass whooping? (laughs) (laughs) What do you say? I mean, the Bears still don't have a wide receiver, and they're still probably going to start Andy Dalton week one, so. I don't think so. I think Justin Fields does good this weekend, and next weekend is named the starter. And Andy Dalton gets cut. And hopefully the Colts pick him up and get rid of Carson Wentz. <laughs> then the NFC like West. Three years ago, the Bears gave Mike Glennon like $20 million a year or something. <laughs> Mike Glennon. Yeah. Well, I mean, $20 million is not that bad. That's a discount rate on a QB now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, didn't it, well, uh, Josh Allen? It's not bad if it's not Mike Glennon. Didn't it, Josh Allen, um, just get like $43 million in Buffalo? Yeah. So Mike Glennon deserves 20. He's a quarterback. He's a quarterback. I know he got a, yeah, well, he's not a good quarterback. And there's not a lot of good quarterbacks. Yeah, you're telling me. So now we go to the NFC West, the toughest division in football. All those teams will win at least nine games. Every team in that division We'll have nine wins and go nine and eight or better. Okay. And last place, fourth place at nine and eight, Arizona Cardinals. Hey, so Larry Fitzgerald is not playing this year? or? Nah, they got A.J. Green and DeAndre Hopkins and the kid out of Purdue. That's really good. Rondé, uh, Rondell something. I like that kid. I forget his name in 85. Now, are you, are you going to watch uh, – are you going to be a Cardinals fan yet now that you're in Arizona? Yeah, I was supposed to go to the game tonight, but I didn't go. Hmm, so I guess that's a no. All right. And then in third place is going to be the Seattle Seahawks. This is about it for Russell Wilson. His time in the NFL is coming to an end with the Seahawks. I think that they'll be trading him in another year or so. All they had to do was hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch, and he's a back-to-back Super Bowl champion. And yep. all but I think how different that's Seattle. Carroll's fault. Yeah, it's so terrible. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, anyway, then in second place is going to be the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald. Yep, and in first place, the Forty ers are going to come back this year and get first place because they have a fourth place schedule. Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow. Yep. That's usually a good thing to do, though, the Ed, when you're picking who's going to be good. Like, look who was good two years ago and then had a bad season last year. They tend to rebound, you know? Yeah, they do. So now the NFC Championship game. You guys will love it. Bobby Bears. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
against <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers. Ugh. And guess who's facing the Buffalo Bills? Jimmy G. Andy nope. Dalton. Tom, Tom Stupid Brady's going back to back with that. <laughs> I, I can't see it. But suck it, Mike Dell. Yeah. But in the Super Bowl, yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo defeats Tampa Bay. <laughs> nice. Now keep in mind, I think in the many years we've been doing it, NFL season preview, I don't think you've ever picked the Super Bowl winner. So. I've never not been right. Right? What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, wrong. I mean, wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you've ever been right, ever. What? Uh, no, I, do I picked you, the whole bunch. I do remember huh? you picked Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, it was about eight years ago you did that, and it was a terrible pick. <laughs> but, did I say actually what year that was supposed to happen? <laughs> well, that's true. You did win it. But uh, I don't know. Tuffy, I was going to ask Jank, but Jank, you don't give a fuck about football, right? You have no idea. What? I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't know much now. <laughs> yeah, Jank don't like football? football? Uh, I, I don't even know much these days. As you can tell, I can name one player on each team. Uh, Tuffy, <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on this? Who do you pick to win it? Um... I honestly have no idea either. Uh, I had to pull up the Bears' depth chart to even see who was on the team anymore. <laughs> Man, what has this show come to? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was I COVID, love, you know? Threw everything off. I would love to see Buffalo win, but I, I doubt they will. Um, I don't see Tampa Bay getting back two years in a row. That's crazy. Yeah, there's no way Tampa Bay gets back. They will. Watch and learn. Watch and learn. But then it's got to be either the Rams, Niners, or Packers coming out of the NFC, right? Yeah. Maybe the Rams. Because, again, go back to what was a good team that had a down year or so. So maybe it'll be the Rams. And then uh, the AFC is pretty stacked up top. So, like I said, I'll be rooting. I don't know. I'll go Buffalo and the Rams. Why you the Bears Now you want to pick my pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick the Kraken and the Cleveland Vindicators. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Yeah, yeah, there's a new hockey team called the Seattle Kraken. How do you feel about that? Oh, yeah, I heard about that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What kind of That's name right. is that? Every, they're just going to be calling them the Seattle butt cracking, right? It's not good. They should be the crackheads. Just a terrible, terrible name. Do people call the <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates the Pittsburgh butt pirates? <laughs> yes, they do, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, good Lord, the pirates. Although, uh, again, I'm hearing a lot of uh, sports talk, like I say, because when I go to shoot hockey, and apparently the pirates have a really good farm system all of a sudden. Like one of the top three farm systems in baseball, the end. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they trade the all their players. <laughs> yeah. So they'll have all these great <laughs> prospects. They'll finally bring them up, and then in three years, they'll have to trade them all anyway. So they don't want to. Yeah. Them. Does that mean the Cubs have one of the best farm systems now too, or how does that work? I I've never they heard got, their name. They might. 
because they have one of the worst teams now. Yeah, they're not that bad. I bet on them the other day, and they won. Hey, the they other, lost like making... 12 games in a row. <laughs> yeah, and I bet them on the 13th, and they won it. <laughs> yeah, have you been making a lot of money on the baseball season? Because, again, from what I hear, there's like three really terrible baseball teams, the Pirates, Arizona, and someone else that just lose Baltimore, a shit ton of games. The other day I bet a, a parlay with the Diamondbacks and the Cubs, and they both won. And it were the Cubs were plus one ninety, and the Diamondbacks were plus two ten, and five hundred dollars paid fifty six hundred. <laughs> wow! Yeah, Damn, I just cut my toenail off. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? Huh? How did that happen? Well. Well, I got these toenail clippers, but usually the doctor cuts my toenails, but she's not here. <laughs> and uh, I tried to do it, and I didn't do a very good job. It's bleeding everywhere now. Yeah, yeah. I was I was trimming my fingernails today. I did the same thing on my left index finger. I cut it too short, and I was bleeding off the tip of my finger. It's on my right index big toe. <laughs> yeah, that'll suck. Yeah. Yeah. I know she's gonna be mad when she sucks on me tomorrow. <laughs> so the end uh, what about some other predictions for the NFL like uh, who do you think the MVP is going to be Josh Allen who's going to lead the league in passing touchdowns Patrick Mahomes who's going to lead the league in rushing yards Hmm. Ah, man. Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, that's that's a bold pick. Uh, what about receiving He's going to lead the league in giving money to Kevin Jank. <laughs> no one. No one's giving the money. Kevin Jank. Who's the top receiver these days, the Ed? Because Julio Jones is getting old and... Antonio Brown's really weird, so he's the top guy. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure who the best receiver is. There's a lot of guys that catch a lot of balls, but I don't think there's no really one standout guy. Yeah. What, I mean, what about the what about this recent class of Hall of Fame inductees? What'd you think of that? I guess they did two Peyton classes. Manning right? got in. Yeah, Peyton buddy, Manning Peyton. and Charles Woodson, those are my two favorites. Yeah. Um, I wish Megatron Charles Woodson would have the Winter Colts. Megatron got in. He's, he's a punk. He quit on his team and his teammates. <laughs> he's a punk. Him and Barry Sanders. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because why would you do that to your team? I mean, hey, this, the front office is bad, yeah, but the team is the team. Well, I don't know. It don't make no sense. Hey, Did Larry yeah, come back yet? No, Larry's not coming back. He's not here yet. So He's never coming back? I doubt it. But you think he'd be back by now if he was coming back, right? It's been like over almost three months. You think he'd come back? I think you just need to call him, have a conversation like adult people. <laughs> And you can probably get him back. <laughs> but what if, that's definitely not going to happen. When he he sent me an email, he sent me a little message on Twitter saying, um, "I need to take a break from the show. I'm just going to step back." 
So why sh- shouldn't I just wait until he tells me he's ready to come back? No. Well, the last I don't know. I would say it's been about three months. That was <laughs> <Now's> the time. <laughs> uh, when Mike Dell took the high betas, how long was that one? Uh, that was a while. And who initiated the comeback? Was that Mike? Was you Mike Dell or was that Larry saying, hey, let's get me. back out there? Me, when I was okay. ready. I was like, yeah, you want to do the show again? So when he's ready, I've known Larry for 25 years. He hates people calling him and talking to him about <laughs> shit he doesn't want to talk about. So when he's ready. That is probably back. true. But I just no one never called back. me about doing a show. No one never called me about doing a show. <laughs> well, yeah, you're supposed to call me and say, hey, let's do a show. Because remember, you're supposed to come back in May, wasn't it? In May? Yeah, and then nobody called me. <laughs> well, I heard Tuffy <laughs> wants to be your new co-host. You and Tuffy. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah I like Tuffy. <laughs> Tuffy's not that bad. I can get along <laughs> with that. The Obedient yeah, Worker podcast has been on a high betas for a while, too, so. <laughs> yes, it has. Very what busy. What is it called? Very busy. What was it called? The Obedient Worker. What is that? The, the podcast Tuffy and I did maybe six or seven times about uh, all your, for all your conspiracy needs. Yeah. Jeez, Christ, I knew that was it. Crack a bunch of nonsense. Whatever the major minority. Whatever the major minority report. Yeah, he doesn't do that anymore. He's very busy. He's still yeah, alive. About a decade. Yeah, he, he's still yeah. alive. It's been a while. He's got, the, he's got the kids, and he's teaching, and he's he's a very busy guy. Nah, everybody acts like they're so goddamn busy. <laughs> I know. No. I'm never busy, and if I add up all my all your guys' money and to get mine, I still got more. How does that even happen? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it happens yet. And I'm always not busy. I'm never busy. <laughs> never busy. You want to hear what uh, I did today? I would love to. What did you do today? I woke up at 5.30 this morning. I went and got my protein shake and drank that. Went on my com- on my computer and read some sex stories. <laughs> wait, then, uh, wait, 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 wait. Don't just gloss over that. that you make that sound like it's a regular <laughs> the day. Highlight of the day. Every day you wake up, get on your computer and read some sex stories. Yeah, you've never been on Literatica before? <laughs> I didn't know you even liked to read, let alone read erotica. Yeah. You got a whole bunch of categories, too. I know. The Ed, in my writing program, I knew several people who wrote erotica. Hey, yeah, that was what well, I did. Maybe I read some of their stories. Maybe you did, yeah. <laughs> our, I read our one buddy earlier. Watson wrote a novel that could be classified as erotica. There's a whole lot of bang. Ooh. Yeah. So. Had this, I read this one story about the guy went to the massage parlor down the road, and it was the Let neighbor that was the masseuse. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. That's a, that's a real twist there. So what did they do? Did yeah, they, like, he, try and play it off? Or like, uh, well, well, the guy, he's seen her, and he was like, Carol, what are you doing here? 
And she was like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Daryl. It was Carol and Daryl. I just wandered in. I thought this was, they were giving out smoothies. <laughs> you think the writer would have come up with different names there, but all right, Carol and Daryl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she acted like she was just there on business or something, and then she went away, and then Daryl went into room number three, and then all of a sudden Carol comes in room number three, and they just look at each other. <laughs> yeah. So did he finish or no? That's the important thing. Well, they ended up doing everything. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, I think wouldn't be much I think of a story if they didn't. I think we've stumbled upon something good here, though, the Ed. What about uh, erotic stories with the Ed? Every week you can come on and read an erotic story. <laughs> now, let me look at one right now. We'll start right now. Hold on. <laughs> all right. Yeah. My new favorite bit already. Yeah, this will be good. We need a catchy name for it, though, like, uh, um, uh, Ed Erotica. Erotica. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Erotic yeah. Stories. Let me see, Erotic Stories. E-A-R-I-C. Why don't you that website you go to every morning when you read these erotic stories? I am. I'm looking for it right now. <laughs> you think you Loving Wives. Here's one called Loving Wives. <laughs> <laughs> How about okay? Let's see uh, the Christmas party. Let's check this one. Oh yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> All right. People tend to get really drunk at Christmas parties. Get handsy. It's been a few weeks since Evan had fucked Dan's wife for the first time. <laughs> Ever since then, he couldn't get the excitement out of his mind of meeting her with behind everyone's back. He was a bit of a douchebag. But the ladies loved that anyway. So it was no skin off of his back. Confidence was everything. You free tonight, baby? Dan is out with the boys tonight, so we got a free house. He tapped away with a reply almost immediately. That sounds like a great time to me. I'll bend over as fast as I can. Dan glanced up at his wife's ass. Scanning the outline for her pussy pressed up against her panties. <laughs> He'd love to get involved in all this, but now just wasn't the right time. I gotta what? go out. Hmm, you're gonna leave me out hot and bothered? What am I supposed to do? Where are you going? I gotta go watch the game with the guys. I'll be back. He smacked her on the ass and shut the door. <laughs> so. Don't seem like a too erotic story. Hold on, let me switch to another one. <laughs> More just the story of a guy being a douchebag. <laughs> Let's get back. Let me let me see. Let me type in from a size. Let's see. Um, yeah, I'd really like to hear what happened with Carol and Daryl. Uh... I'll find that one. I should have, I should have highlighted it. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Uh, made to be a slut. Elizabeth, Elizabeth <laughs> tries to spice up her marriage. Elizabeth. Now, how is maid spelled? Is it, is it M-A-D-E or M-A-I-D? Like she's a maid. In- M-A-I-D. Uh, how about I just read you the topics? That's that's the Those are better than the stories sometimes. All right, yeah, just read the, <laughs> read, read the titles. 
Magnolia. Looks like someone did his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Mail order bride, or was she? Oh, Um, I want to know. I want to find out. Was she? I don't know. Make it real. A surprise session offered by a friend's hot wife. Um, let me see here. Jacking off with Johnny, his mom catches him. <laughs> I don't want to see that one. <laughs> no, not too appealing. It's a horror it's story. A, it's a fuck me song. Married woman finds dangerous sex while camping with her friends. Uh, that kind of implies that she has sex with woodland animals. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's strange. It's been a tough year. Troubles arise when Meg needs money and things get tight. <laughs> or do they? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's better this way. A rich socialite female needs to be married, but she needs all of her other friends. Or does she? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's got to happen. Wife looks at another man and gains a family. Well, that don't sound good at all. (laughs) Or does she? Didn't even end with or does she. That's not a good one. It's hard to find a good plumber. Jerry cleans out Mary. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I want to read that one. <laughs> or does he? Or does he? It's not what you think. Gail goes out with her husband and then dates his son. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I guess stepson or her stepson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's your life. Madison fucks anybody and everybody she wants, and she don't give a fuck. <laughs> I like that that one gave up on the plot immediately. Just whatever. She's here to fuck. That's it. Uh, J is for jizz. <laughs> well, that's pretty weird. Sounds like the worst kindergarten let's ever. Let's go to the Q. Let's see. Well, you go to Q and see what it says on there. Um. Oh, private dick. It isn't all that fun, or is it? They always give you a choice. Is it or yeah. not? I don't know. <laughs> I, I need to adopt that in my own writing. I need to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Prison worker. She is tempted by the man who comes to clean the pipes. Yeah, what a, what a that pipe sounds like that plumber story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Must be the sequel. Prison breaks. Young wife experiences life with an incarcerated husband. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, private dancer. I had a task to achieve, and I was going to achieve it. 
Or did I? <laughs> Why do all those these stories have that at the end of it? <laughs> I don't know yet. They know it so. Oh it must be very effective. Yeah. I guess so. Let's see here. Let's get another one here. Um, dressing room games. Man watches young girls get naked and his wife catches him. Or does he? <laughs> yeah, we, we we should do that with like movie titles as well. Like you think of like famous movie titles. Yeah. Got a question at the end. Uh, here's one that Tuffy will like. Here's one that Tuffy will like. Drinking cum flavored tea. Uh, Mila. <laughs> That's the worst uh, flavor at the Illinois Space Center. I see that one for sale at the fair. <laughs> Oh, here's another one. Sex at the State Fair. It says Tuffy and an unknown assailant have a fun time on the merry-go-round. What? Yeah. Or do they? (laughs) You're attacked on the (laughs) merry-go-round. Eating deep-fried Oreos. Tuffy got more than a couple corn dogs that day. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Driving Miss Daisy for real. Riding Miss Daisy, right? Or... This one says driving. Oh, drunk wife cheats on her husband. Woman goes to a Christmas party. Then her marriage will never be the same. Yeah, those Christmas parties are, are trouble. Or will it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can put that on every one of these things. Yeah. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Or will they? Drunk sex with a cop. Jim's wife gets pulled over and something else gets pulled up. <laughs> Boy, poor Jim. <laughs> Duped loving wives. Two guys trick their wives into having sex with each other. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work exactly? You trick them into having sex. I got to assume that's with each other's men, not with the two ladies just having sex. Well, that's not how I understood it. Yeah, I, I heard the two ladies having the sex together, and they tricked them something. Maybe the husbands just needed a break, a night to themselves to go out or something. Yeah, to watch the game with the guys. Early Christmas present. With that douchebag. Tina surprises her husband with an awesome gift. <laughs> I hope it's sex, or else this is very disappointing. <laughs> Eat me. Watch. I got you, you a learn. PlayStation. Look, listen to this one. It's called Eat Me, Bill Shakespeare, a, Roman, or a romantic tragedy. <laughs> Eat your fucking cake. She wanted to eat cake and have it too. Is that like a French Revolution based? Uh... I don't know. Ed's hot wife. Ooh! Ed's guest Uh-oh. finds out just how hot she is. I hope I didn't write that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then right under it is Ed's naughty wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, then that, Ed, and then underneath yeah. that, Ed, listen to this one, Ed's psycho wife. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All these stories were written then, by a Mrs. Miller. <laughs> well, listen to this one. It's called it was Ed's Edward. first wife. And there this was one called Ed. This story says, Edward, what is good for the gander is good for the goose. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> we have to read the story to find <laughs> All right. Well, I think we get the idea. That's a good uh, first installment of Ed Rodica. But maybe we should stop it there. Save something for future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> or will we? Yes. There yeah, will there, be an ep- will there be another episode of this? Or will it? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, we got to talk Governor Gabby the Ed. Are you? Uh, now we got more Ed Rodica. We got another dreamer, hour and forty-five dreamer. minutes of that. Street Dreamer jizzed all over his pants off of that episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> he cleaned his own plumbing. Yeah, he did. That's another story. Street Dreamer cleans his own pipes. Or does he? (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, Edward, what else is happening? Anything else to tell the kids? No. What are you going to talk about, Colonel Gabby now? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Colonel Gabby. That may have been the job she got at the end of the movie. It says a 2.1 out of 10 on IMDb. That's so yeah. high. So high. I think it's too low. I think it's too low. <laughs> Why do you think it was a good movie? I, it's a terrible movie, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. <laughs> terrible, but not it's in a, a good way. It's thoroughly entertaining. Terrible movie. It's an hour and 25 minutes of that nonsense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you feel every minute of it. Yes. <laughs> Twice over well, at I least. Are you going to watch her other good movie she was in called Karate no. Dude? No, we are not. <laughs> Art K-pop is another one she was in. And then... Uh, um, the Gabby Show. She's got a show, The Gabby Show. Just one episode. Band of Keepers is another movie. So she did three other They got a very nutty Christmas. Wow. We're going to buy that collection, too, just like the Andy Sedaris <laughs> one. How are these people making all? How are these people making all these movies? I don't know. Well, apparently this gonna, family is like rich, and like the parents have always wanted. Like, these are just like vanity projects to try and showcase their daughter. So that's all that's going <laughs> on. Here. Wow. Yeah, her net Gabby Niebauer net worth twenty six million. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> Well, Ed, you tried starting a movie company back in the day with your uh, nephew making those animated films, right? Yeah, yeah right. I was my grandson. We was doing that. Those are great. I love those. Yeah. And that is about the quality of these movies. <laughs> we had no budget. Those had better audio. Jesus Christ. I'm thinking about getting a new job. Okay. What would that be? I don't know. I was on Indeed looking the other day. 
But all these people want all this, you know, I mean, here's what I understand. They want, like, say, a bachelor degree or whatever. I've been a bachelor for a long time, so I know about being that. You know? Yeah, I hear you. And then they say, oh, uh, you got to have, like, a, a degree from school. What happens, what if somebody goes, you say if I had three degrees from school and I got them in 1962, would those even be relevant today? Probably not. But yet you have seven degrees. Well, I'm just saying that. But what I'm saying is, why do they ask for this stuff? I think experience is way better than that. I could get a job over at Bartlett Roofing, 65000 to 120000 a year. I'll take the 120000 I'm not starting off low <laughs> You have experience roofing? <laughs> That's a tough job, no. man. But what I'm saying is, why would they give you a choice? Like, who would Well, it's not a choice. They don't give you a no choice. No one would do that. <laughs> like, you start off at 65, and you can work your way up to 125. Yeah, like or if you've got more experience, you probably can get it, start higher. Warehouse helper, 15 to 25 an hour. Well, I'll take 25. <laughs> I'll take 15. <laughs> I would like, then it says, ooh, Easily apply to this job without a resume. I don't, I could do that easily. You don't even have to resume. And they're, urgent, <laughs> and they're urgently hiring. It's called Textbook Hub Incorporated. Huh? Textbook Hub. Mm. You try Amazon hiring. Amazon yeah, how about, hiring. Why don't you write a book of erotic literature, Ed? Like little erotic short stories, and then I can publish it for you. And you can make a lot of money. Oh, I'll buy twelve. I've, well, that'd be a lot. I could work at a cannabis store for twenty dollars an hour. But I really would love to read your erotic short stories, yet. I think that that'd be really good if you can do it. Samantha pulled her panties down, and I put my big old dick inside her. Yeah. <laughs> And then I bent her over and made her butt cheeks even wider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are more like poems or dirty limericks. Right. Yeah. They're like dolomite. I made, her, I made her reach up to the sky, and then I came right in her eye. <laughs> <laughs> but the ad, like you always did love dolomite. Like he's a big influence on you, so you could be like the next dolomite. Yeah. You know? Oh, here's a good one. Mobile notary. Mobile notary. <laughs> Drive around 75, notary. Damn, 75 to 95 a day. Oh, that ain't an hour. That's a day. I'll take 95. I ain't doing 75. <laughs> wonder can I call these jobs and ask them. I don't think you can on here. Yeah. I mean, what would be a good job for me? I'd like to talk on the telephone for a job. Yeah, you'd be good at that. Now, let me tell Oh, I got to tell you something about my one buddy, assistant coach. Remember him? Okay. Yes. Jason, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So assistant coach works for this pharmaceutical company. He's been there for about uh, three years because I told you he got a $2 million buyout from his first company, right? <laughs> no, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he worked. He worked at Johnson and Johnson for like seventeen years. Listen to this. Listen to this story. 
He worked at Johnson & Johnson for 17 years, and they had just signed him to a new six-year contract. Well, another company bought that division of Johnson & Johnson. They cut out his job, so he was supposed to be getting almost $3 million, but they gave him a $2 million buyout for him just to quit right there and just never come back to work. Oh, so wow. he did that. Then he ended up getting another job in Vegas when he moved out to Vegas for a little while. He got a job at a casino at a slot machine company making that. So he was doing sales on that. He did a whole bunch of sales, but the company didn't want to pay him his commissions like they had said they would. He was supposed to get like 30% commission, but he sold a lot because the guy is a good salesman. So they only wanted to give him 10% sales. So he took them to court. And he got four hundred and some thousand dollars out of them. <laughs> so then he didn't have that job. So then why he went is he back still to working? <laughs> if he got a two million dollar buyout, why didn't he just? Why is he still being a salesman? I don't know. But then he ended up going to this other other job in in, in pharmaceuticals. This is probably like uh, five years ago, and they got bought out. Six, he signed a two year contract to work with them. On, on a consultation deal or whatever. But then they, they said, oh, they don't need him, and they ended up giving him a $150,000 buyout on that one. Then he went to this other company, and the same type of thing happened, and he got $300,000. So now, <laughs> for the last three years, he's been working for this other pharmaceutical company. They've been working on these different drugs or whatever. So... During during coronavirus, he can't leave the house. So he got the bright idea. He got a second job. So this first job pays him two hundred and twenty-five thousand a year. He got on with another company making one hundred and fifty thousand a year, and he does both jobs on competing companies, and they don't even know it because he can't leave the house. He just does meetings on the phone all day. How great is that? I guess it's huh? great. Although I'm very angry and just <laughs> sad and depressed. But all right, yeah, whatever. Why are you angry <laughs> and sad and depressed? He's doing good. <laughs> yeah, but it's like there's so much money in the world, and I have none of it. Hey, Ed, why don't you buy out this radio show and then, like, pay me to, like, stop, and you can just take over. <laughs> $40 coming your way. I'll take it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> And then finance a movie that stars all of us. I could do this. Evening shift supervisor at the massage warehouse. <laughs> that sounds sounds like a good oh. job. Ooh, Carol. Maybe you'll get to, yeah, maybe you'll get to meet Carol. <laughs> I don't want to meet Daryl. <laughs> well, yeah, we really got to talk Governor Gabby, you know? I mean, I'd like to help you in your job search, but you really have to talk Governor Gabby. All right, we'll talk to Governor Gabby. I'm going to see if I won my bets. The Chiefs are up 17-3. to Ooh, damn, the White Sox are tied at five. Jesus Christ. Oh, the Pirates are up three to nothing. All right, that's a good deal. All right, well, don't let them talk bad about you. All right, D.Ed. Thank you for calling, buddy. (laughs) Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. All right. Look, I'll see you. All right. Look, bye-bye. We'll look forward to the next Edrotica. All right. Muted. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> he is. He is now <laughs> muted. Or is he? 
<laughs> or is it? <laughs> all right. Now, Tuffy's been very excited. He's been waiting all show to talk some Governor Gabby. All right. That's it for the show. Uh, we can talk big fire <laughs> in, I don't know, not Colombo, but find something. <laughs> this came out in 2017. We've got a big champions update to go over. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> And this movie first gained uh, prominence, I guess, uh, maybe about a year ago or so. It was on uh, How Did This Get Made, the old uh, mm-hmm. podcast there. Pay-per-view to Seth, preview. Seth Rogen brought it to their attention because this movie somehow made its way to Canadian TV. And uh, Seth Rogen <laughs> wow. on TV in Canada. And... But like the distributing, the distribution company for this film, I guess it's it's some deal. Like you can just make a movie and pay them to distribute it, and they put it on various places, and they got it. Like um, it was on Amazon Prime for a little bit, and it was, it was first broadcast on Canadian TV on some obscure channel. So I don't know. But it's a very uh, un- unusual film, as the Ed described. A college student is mistakenly elected governor. <laughs> And it's all this family, the Nybauers. But here's the thing. They used to have a, a, a site, Nybauer Family Films or Nybauer Films, and that's now gone. And all their IMDb, if you notice, they've changed all their names. <laughs> so, like, they, like if, you, if you go into IMDb, the actress, she's listed as Gabrielle Jones, even though her name is Gabrielle Nybauer. And the director is now known as uh, Jesse Topsy even though it's, uh, I think it's Daniel Nybauer. And the writer, E.L. Beecham, uh, uh, Gabriel Jones, or Gabriel Nybauer, wrote this as well. But I think E.L. Beecham is her sister. And, like, I guess uh, they were very upset after the, sh- the movie was on uh, How Did This Get Made. They got very offended. <laughs> and <laughs> so they, they changed all their names what? now. I guess they're ashamed about this. And they, the dad and the daughter did they a They're not podcast. ashamed before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, you I should guess know they, when you're doing this what's going to happen. I guess they thought they were making like Citizen Kane. The, before the <laughs> How Did This Get Made podcast came out, they, the daughter and uh, the father appeared on some other podcast, some like minor podcast, and they did a full interview. And But then when the backlash, uh, they got so mad at, they they made that person take down that episode of the podcast, so you can't even hear it anymore. Because uh, I was going to do some research about it, but it's really tough to find info about them because they're kind of like just covering in their tracks. They're trying to make it seem like they didn't make these movies, <laughs> I guess. But you wow, they uh, pulled the Matt Hannon and changed their names to get away from this terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess it just shocked them that this everyone thought these movies were terrible and they were really hurt. I don't know. You think they knew what they were doing, like they're making shitty movies, but they were apparently... The yeah, once you saw one frame of this, you would know. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> as soon as you hear that ADR overdubbed dialogue come in, you know it's not going to be good. <laughs> yes. And uh, not only do you hear the ADR come in, you never hear it leave. The whole entire... No. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the news broadcast, I thought, might have been uh, like the natural audio for some reason. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a couple of that's possible. But I, the whole movie, you're waiting for Godzilla to show up. At any moment, Godzilla is just going to show up. Because it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty but they're speaking English. It's just all dubbed for some reason. <laughs> so, all right. 
let's, uh, I guess, anything else like we if, should say about the... Uh, if his family me. has that much money, you can't buy a boom mic and hire a guy for, you know, <laughs> yeah. 10 days while you're shooting? Yeah. Oh, speaking of boom mic, something we didn't bring up on uh, <clears throat> last week's episode, uh, what was that one we did, Jank? Uh, Lovely But Deadly? Was that what it was? Lovely But yep, Deadly? Yep, that's it. Yeah. There were... I forgot to mention there were at least like three scenes where you could see the boom mic in the shot. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I forgot to mention. <laughs> Tuffy, you need to, you need to watch that movie, Tuffy. It is very good. Uh, lovely, but that yeah, it's worthwhile. It is very good. All right, so getting back to uh, Governor Gabby, um, I think that's all. I I don't know any other questions you have about this before we get started. Uh, I think that's all <laughs> I have a lot of other questions, have, but I don't yeah, think you can answer a them. lot of questions about <laughs> yeah. the movie itself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can answer them. So, all right. So, uh, how does it start here? Uh, I guess we see Gabby. She's a college student who also seems to run a bakery, or, or I guess it's part of her college program that she runs these bakeries. Yeah, she's uh, like uh, a baking student because she yeah. has to bake yeah. out for school. She said. Yeah, she. But does someone own this and she works there, or does well, she own this place? Because where's she getting yeah, the money front this whole They show the storefront, and there's, like, an actual sign that says, like, Gabby's Bakery or Gabby's whatever. So it's like, hmm. I don't know, maybe the college set it up. I, I have no idea. So that's the premise, though. She's a, ba- a student trying to graduate with a degree in baking, I guess. And she's <laughs> lofty <laughs> ambition. So the first... The first scene, we the first shot is like looking over her shoulder while she's making up some uh, dough for uh, cupcakes or whatever, and then some old lady comes in uh, uh, to to get some cupcakes from her and stuff and uh, some cookies or whatever. Yeah, but she doesn't. She's just giving them. She can't take money for some reason. Yeah, yeah. she says it's part of her schooling. She has to make so many weeks. She can't take the money, but the old lady uh, slips some money in there when she's not looking. But when the old lady's there, she also hears that uh, on the newscast about the governor's race coming up. And they they show the two candidates. And the one looks like a zombie, <laughs> and the other one looks like a demon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and there's some sparkling dialogue. How many gold? As well. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, how would you – I've never seen The Room, but I see a lot of people are comparing it to The Room in terms of dialogue and acting. Yeah, I can see that. This scene especially had a little bit of that. There, there's a scene in The Room where he goes and buys flowers for his girlfriend that's kind of like this, <laughs> but much faster paced and like even weirder. <laughs> but I can definitely see the parallels. Yeah, like, Tuffy, how would you describe the acting and dialogue in this movie? Um, stiff. Yeah, it's very unnatural. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that doesn't really describe it, but just bad. I don't know. <laughs> well, since it's all dubbed, like it, it kind of matches the mouth a little bit, but then yeah, the tone doesn't match. Like they're much less excited than they probably were when filming. Like it, it doesn't match the same energy. I think yeah. uh, what, Brandon, what, what Brandon was talking about, like, he couldn't tell if they were doing this on purpose, if this was a bit they were trying to do, like, <laughs> or if, like, this is genuinely them trying to do the best they can. And I think it's them genuinely trying to do the best they can. Oh, they're trying the best. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, how how does this opening scene end? Just with her uh, finding the money the old lady gave her, and then I don't know. That's, I think yeah, that's, I yeah, that's the end of that scene, and then it goes to whatever was next. I think wasn't I next think, the guy, the computer guy, who's doing the ballot. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Lieutenant thing. Governor Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Balls in. Balls in. <laughs> yeah, so th- this guy's yelling at this uh, like college guy who's, put, who's making up the ballot, and he gets so mad at Balze, Lieutenant Governor Balze, that he just uh, has a joke. He writes in Gabby, the girl he knows. Um, yeah. And has just because she did win some baking contest, I think. So he had yeah. her handy. Yeah, he was also counting the ballots for the baking contest. And so he had her name. Mm-hmm. There. He's like, oh, Gabby, what's her name? So he typed it in. And uh, so later she went, he, he tells her, he, she ends up winning governor. And I don't know if you noticed, I re- I didn't notice this when I was watching the movie because I was also busting gems and stuff. But I read online yep. that apparently they, there's a shot where they show the voting totals. And she won with 51% of the vote. The incumbent had like 48. <laughs> and then the third. Yeah. So, that's a little weird. Why wouldn't you just make it like Gabby won with like 87% of the vote or just something like she just, you know, crushed everybody. Yeah. Like they said a very close race, which is weird. I don't know. Yeah. And Gabby well, I mean, does not know. Just those, between those two people, those two college kids couldn't decide whether they wanted to vote for her or the other guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, they two college kids debating who to vote for. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's so much. I don't know what to say about this film because if we break down each scene, it's so hard to <laughs> capture the essence of it without seeing it because it's so awkward and weird. Yeah, I, I tried to get clips, but there weren't much on YouTube. Yeah, I guess the trailer's on YouTube, right? I think people can find the trailer. And and I, if you go to my <laughs> Twitters, I tweeted out the uh, trailers to Karate Do, Band of Keepers, and Heart K-Pop. You'd like to see those trailers. Ooh. Yeah. I do need to see those now. <laughs> she, she really does. She has a different hair color in every movie. She's like a brunette. Yeah, I feel like uh, she kept cool. getting worse looking, too. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, I, I tend to agree there. But uh, Did it seem so, to you guys like she may have experimented with crystal meth at some point? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule it out. <laughs> so those were some big bags under her eyes, and so basically, uh, going on. she wins the uh, governorship, I guess you would say. Yeah, but she doesn't. But she know. does not know it. Yeah, she has no idea. She thinks everyone's congratulating her for winning the baking contest, and all and all her friends and people are buying stuff from her, and they're like, "Hey, good luck on your your uh, your speech." And she's like, uh, "What speech? Your acceptance speech?" She's like, uh, "I don't know what they're talking about." Um, <laughs> So, I don't know. Jake, take it from there. Explain what happens next. Uh, yeah, so she's at the bake sale uh, selling some cakes. The old lady shows up again, and she's all like, yeah, all the, I gave your cupcakes to my husband or whatever. He loved it. He loves vanilla. Like, yeah, that's great, old lady. <laughs> and uh, then, like, I don't know. They're so stupid. Like, the the – Vite, Lieutenant Governor guy is right behind the old All woman, day. and then like Gabby turns her her back for a second, and I guess he kind of shoves the old woman aside, 
And when Gabby turns back around, she's, like, shocked that now this old man is there. So she throws a pie, like, up in the air, and it hits the stoner kid in the face. Um, and when I say yeah. stoner kid, I, his name is actually stoner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how much stuff they put into this. Yeah. yeah she, has like two, <laughs> she has, like, three friends. One a stoner dude. One a Jamaican girl named, like, Ellie. And then one a girl named, uh, what is the other one? She's the poly oh. major. Sarah she Beth, becomes, I'm going to call her. Yeah, she, <laughs> she kind of looks a little bit like her. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those are the main characters here we're dealing with. So this uh, Lieutenant Ballsy or whatever, uh, Governor, he says, hey, you, you're, the, you're the governor. You, you're, well, he doesn't even tell her she's the governor, of that, right? He says you got to come with us. Yeah, they <laughs> no. just tell her you have to give go. Give limo. Yeah. She still thinks it's about the baking competition, that they're taking her to something in a limo. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then they take her to a big <laughs> fancy house where she still doesn't know where she's going. And then yeah. they tell her, that's not your house, which I don't know if she ever thought it was her house. Well, yeah. Right. Well, why drive they, her there then? I, I, no, at that point, they tell her she's the governor. Right. At okay. Because they say this is the governor's mansion. Yeah. But it's closed for repair. So you're not being. Do they the though? Because it's. When they tell yeah, her they she's do. the governor, they tell her she has to accept it and renounce it immediately. So yeah. she wouldn't be living in the mansion yeah. anyways. Yeah, but like she's excited because it's her house. But they say, yeah, but it's closed for repairs. So then they, they drive her further along. And if you pay attention in that scene, the driver, the chauffeur, is actually Dan Nybauer, the dad and the guy behind all this. So, oh. uh, so then they, they, they take her to like, it's still a really nice house, but it's like a normal house not like a mansion. Yeah. And and they figure she's going to like hate this house and and she loves it. And so she goes in. And I guess this is actually their family home, the Nybauer family home. And that's why they <laughs> Oh, okay. All the scenes yeah. are shot inside this house basically. <laughs> so their house is substituting for the governor's mansion. And uh Does they yeah, even show the governor's there. mansion or do they just like say like did she try to get out and they don't even show it? I don't remember seeing they, they even show the exterior. A yeah, they show the oh, okay. so, just one shot. Obviously, the end result here was they just wanted to shoot in their own house. So were they just trying to explain, <laughs> like, in the universe of the film, why the governor's mansion was just, like, a regular yes. suburban home? Yes. Like, they had to have an experience. Oh. So, um, See, I, I thought, like, the ball sack guy but, like, was trying to, like, <laughs> pull one over on her, and he was going to stay in the governor's mansion or something. Yeah, I mean, you could also just, like, show an exterior of the governor's mansion and then just, you know, shoot in your house and pretend it's inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they know how film works, but, like, they you don't have to do a tracking shot into the house. They clearly <laughs> this isn't the West Wing. Also, by the way, at the beginning, after that guy makes – the guy picks up the uh, the baking uh, event votes, and he's running back to his apartment or whatever to, to answer the – the Skype call from uh, Lieutenant Governor about the ballot. But what, there's a long shot of following him as he's running through the city. And they have, like, the, the various credits come up on screen. And then the credits fall off the screen, and there's wacky sound effects each time the credits <laughs> fall off the screen. <laughs> like, of, like, glass breaking, and, like, I don't know, horn honking and stuff. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> it's, it's so weird. All right, so anyway, getting back. But I like when she's in the limousine. Uh, like, she's, they're, they're crammed in the back. She's, like, in the middle between the guy and his female, like, uh, assistant or whatever. 
and she she's having a tough time getting situated. She says something like, "Hey, could have got a bigger car, eh?" I don't know. I just love it. <laughs> like she has a bunch of those lines throughout the movie. Like it's just so uh, the way she delivers them, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, I like that her reaction to being the governor and most things was just what? Yeah. <laughs> But it's usually like off screen, like they don't show her. Like they'll show the limousine driving down the street, and she says, "What? Yeah, Tuffy, come on, that was great." (laughs) What a great sword I would use. (laughs) So we we know what was not great is now that they get to the house, she uh, she's supposed to go up and change, and uh, she goes to the closet, opens the closet, (laughs) a bunch of like clothes and blankets fall on her. And somehow, you know, they just fell on top of her. She's so entangled in them yeah. that she can't get up. That was amazing. There's really like no possible way that could happen. <laughs> but that's what makes it so amazing. She's, she, so then her uh, her assistant comes in, her new, like, uh, you know, right-hand man or whatever, and uh, he goes, she goes, help me. And then she pulls him into the blankets, too, and they're both caught in the blankets, and they're rolling around on the ground. <laughs> She was, like, pulling the blanket over her head. Like, that's not going to get you out of this blanket. (laughs) This is the worst physical comedy I've ever seen. (laughs) She's talking to this guy, and then uh, he has her, like, pick a dress, right? And she's, like, uh, she picks a dress, and um, is this when she goes to the bathroom, or? (laughs) No, no, that was a little bit later. Right. This, uh, this is where she like she has, she has to change, and he's she's like, oh, can I have some privacy? And he's like, oh, oh yeah. And she and then, oh yeah, and then she goes, everyone is so weird, and then that scene ends, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> before she moves the dresser, <laughs> or after? Yes, this is before she moves the dresser. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That scene. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> That's my second favorite scene. Right, so. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happens after this, um, but let's just go to the dresser scene. All right, so later on, she's in the governor mansion, and, and there's a scene where she wakes, she goes to the well, bathroom. A, go ahead. She's, we have to explain that, uh, so she had to go yeah. accept the That's results happened. of the election for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then it's supposed to immediately renounce it. I think so the lieutenant governor would be the new governor. Yeah, like the evil guy would step in and take yeah, it. Yeah, and so then she accepts it and renounces it, but then somebody else there just says, you are not allowed to quit being the governor for like three months or something. Yeah, you have to serve for three months. <laughs> yeah, because you accepted. Little, it just got passed. You have to serve for three months. And this, this comes as a shock to the lieutenant governor guy. By the way, his name is Balls A, but she always calls him Balls throughout the whole movie. And uh, the running gag, calling him Balls. Yeah. And, Would have been a better gag if not everyone calls him balls. Because even his like assistants <laughs> call him balls. Like, yeah, his bosses call him balls. So yeah, she has to be governor now for three months, and uh, so I guess now we see her back at the at the mansion with the is this the bathroom. Scene that or? could be. I don't know. There's a lot of scenes yeah. that just kind of happen that don't really matter to the plot. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Like the grandma in her fucking car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that paid off because uh, we have two scenes. We have two scenes of the grandma and that old lady who bought the cookies at the beginning, talking about her car and how the, the knuckle broke and she had to fix the knuckle and the, the mechanics are screwing her over. It was a three knuckle. Two scenes. 
we get two scenes of that, and then eventually they go up to a, over to Gabby's house for a cookout, and Gabby asked her, where's your car at? And she says, it's a long story. So there, it paid <laughs> off. It was great. It was well worth yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know what that word means. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, getting back to the uh, governor mansion, there's a scene where she goes to the bathroom. There's no toilet paper, and uh, the guy, her assistant says, uh, "You told me no more paper or something." Because also, Gabby's also being yeah, very no paper in your office. Yeah, she's trying to be very environmentally conscious, so she's not letting the staff have cars anymore. They all have to take the the uh, bus. She's reducing paper usage and stuff, so that kind of thing. What a bitch. And then, uh, I'd be like, fuck yeah. this. <laughs> I'm leaving the state. But eventually there's a scene where she's trying to move the dresser. Now, what, is there a reason why she's trying to move the dresser? Because I was busting gems, and like, I saw she was looking up at the ceiling for a moment. And then, uh, but, and then she goes over <laughs> to the dresser to like move the dresser. Was she trying to get something off the ceiling? or? I don't, I don't know. I don't think okay. so. Yeah, it wasn't really. I don't think they delved into it. They didn't have a I whole was also origin story for why gems. she needed to move this. So I just kind of but, assumed she wanted to, you know, rearrange the furniture. But Tuffy, this scene is very much like the scene from The Wire. Remember that scene, like uh, season <laughs> one, of that. Ep- episode like four or five, where they're trying to move the desk, and uh, <laughs> one side of them are pushing the desk, the other, the other side's pushing the desk, so it's not going anywhere. And yeah, yeah except. She, this one doesn't like pay off that joke. <laughs> this is great. She's pushing they the dresser. They do it, and nobody comments on it. And eventually, the dresser moves one way. Yeah, she's trying to push. She the couldn't dresser move it really before, hard. but yeah, she can't move it. And so she gets her assistant to help out, and he goes on the other side, and he's trying to push it as well. And so it, you know, it's a stalemate. Doesn't there. make any sense because he saw her pushing it already, yeah. so he wasn't confused. Yeah. Yeah, I, like he I, didn't I, know. Just, I just think he's not. He that was bright. just being a dick. So, but uh, <laughs> but she has another great line, and she says, "Do you even lift, bro?" Or something like that. Do you even lift, or something like that. So I thought that was yeah. great because yeah. I love how she delivers those lines. And eventually, he passes <laughs> out and like falls on the ground, and she moves the dresser like about six inches, and then she says, "Ah, oh, finally, it, it got to move." And then she can't find him. She's like, Richard, I will say his name is Richard. She's like, Richard, where are you, Richard? He's right on the ground in front of her. She can't see him. Yeah. She's looking everywhere for him. So he eventually <laughs> raises his hand, and she's oh, what are you doing down there? I loved it. I couldn't. I, I just it Why? <laughs> this poor guy. Like, I felt so bad for him. He's, he's uh, always making him work out and shit. Like, God. Yeah, she, she makes everybody tell. do yoga. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck this. Got to get into yoga. Hey, let's not kid, let's not kid ourselves though. Governor Gabby, great rack, great rack on the Governor Gabby. Let's not pretend otherwise. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. no arguments there. So uh, <laughs> she was wearing that tank top. Yeah, <laughs> there were some moments. Yes, there were. So all right, so uh, I don't know. That's the movie, right? I think that's pretty much it. Um, she goes to. <laughs> One other, uh, one other uh, key plot point is she discovers that um, somebody in the government is stealing money from the teacher's oh, salary fund. The teacher's union, yeah, the funds or whatever, yeah. yeah teacher's Which salary I, fund. I guess is a thing. I mean, well, I don't, I don't think that's how yeah. government when I financing get, works. 
when I got online to read about this movie, uh, people were saying how terrible it was, and like they're taking all these points about it. This isn't how the government works. It, it, no, are you sure? Do you think? Uh, I thought it was a documentary about uh, the, how the government works. Of course this is actual absolute bullshit. That's what makes it awesome. Just watch it. It's fucking funny. It's, 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 all right. <laughs> you can't really – you're not going to win a governor's race by someone just putting your name on the ballot. Yeah, obviously. I just came to it. this movie for quality <laughs> governmental yes. satire. <laughs> yes. People are, like, outraged. You couldn't become governor like that. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, we understand that. Just accept it and move on. My favorite part of this was her whole policy, basically, was I'm going to have everyone make a New Year's resolution – and yeah. then we're going to put it out there, and you got to stick with it. <laughs> like, what yeah. the they had, they had to about? text it in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it'll be public record. So if you don't hold up yeah, to your promise, the, people are going to come They're also going to publish <laughs> everyone's promise. agreement to promise this. Yeah. <laughs> I promise to eat Taco Bell twice a week. Because <laughs> then, well, state. this is the other, uh, you know, not to be pedantic here, but this was the other part <laughs> of not how government works. Uh, at the end of the movie, Gabby resigns as the governor, but the lieutenant governor doesn't become the governor. She just says, I quit, and here's my replacement, a person I just picked, her friend. Yeah, her who's friend. A, <laughs> a poly She's an overqualified. Yeah, she hasn't even graduated yet. Oh, also, yeah, as a result of uh, Gabby's actions, all of her friends get fired before she decides to quit being governor, too. Yeah, that's like the darkest moment of the soul. Like, you know, the end, when you're plotting out a movie like that, that if you're doing a three act mm-hmm. structure, that's the end of the second act, the darkest moment where your hero really hits rock bottom. All her friends are mad at her because things happen that they all lose their jobs because of what Gabby did. Now, so then Gabby, the stoner oh, yeah, friend is a sad montage. Yeah. To be fair, the stoner friend is mad at her because she asked him to bring some special ingredient to make brownies. Yeah. And he brought, an ingredient that looks like pot but isn't pot, oh. and also brought a bag of pot. <laughs> yeah, cassava leaves. And accidentally cassava cooked leaves. the pot into the brownies. But if he hadn't done that, he would have been arrested for possession of pot, presumably. Well, well she would have been arrested. Here's the thing what was going on. Her evil political enemies, the lieutenant governor and that, they, try, they wiretapped her. Uh, they're trying to uh, listen in and figure out some dirt on Gabby because they tried to get her friend Ellie to give him some dirt as well. They mm-hmm. said that yeah, she was a yeah, teacher. Parking tickets. I liked, and then she I lost her, her job because Gabby brought to light the, the teacher salary fund scandal. Yeah, I liked Ellie though. I thought she was foxy. And also the, the yoga instructor is also foxy. Um, but anyway, they're, uh, they're trying to get dirt on her. So they, they do the wire tapping and whatnot. And they hear her talking to Stoner on the phone. It sounds like she's she's making a deal for some pot. And I guess that is yeah, what she's doing. Yeah, she's making wanted. special brownies with a special ingredient. But she she wanted the cassava leaves for the uh, the brownies. Mud pie. But here, yeah. the Stoner guy got the bags confused. So he yep. gave her the pot, or the chef the pot, and the chef put the pot in the brownies. So she had this big cookout for all the political people and stuff, and they all got high as fuck on these pot brownies. But yeah. everybody loved it, and they had a good time. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's like, no leftovers. Make sure there are no leftovers. Cause, because they ate all the brownies, there's no evidence then to catch her. So yeah. there's nothing left. Yeah. So she gets away scot-free. But she eventually had, when she found out that her stoner friend screwed up and put weed, she had to fire him. 
and there's a very dramatic scene where she has to tell him that, you know, <laughs> I have to fire you. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> He's like, you don't care about anyone but yourself. Yeah, and your money. Which... Even though she gave away your money <laughs> to, like, uh, yeah. she, she found out how much money she was making. She old gave folks it all home. Yeah. yeah. Quote-unquote old folks home, which had, like, a guy who was probably in his 30s, and they just never yeah. showed his face. One guy. <laughs> yeah. One dude in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, there's a great scene where uh, she just meets that old lady uh, who's, I guess, taking care of that guy in the wheelchair. and uh, Or is that her husband? Or, yeah, that's her husband, right? And um, yeah. which she meets her in, like, the park, and for some reason, Gabby's wearing a fedora. She just for, just has a fedora on. <laughs> and, and it was so strange. Just out of nowhere. Um, and I, all right. So, I did like yeah, the uh, the chef that made the brownies later on. Like that guy was great. They were just way over the top of the Italian stereotypes on that dude. <laughs> he was hilarious. He was like, "You were born ugly." <laughs> there's uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other big scenes to mention. But yeah, so she gives a big speech after all her friends leave her. She gives a big speech where she says, "You know, I want everybody to be kind to each other and." Uh, to be friendly and I don't know, whatever. And then she hands over the governorship to uh, her other friend there, Sarah, Sarah Beth or whatever. And, yeah. and then she, she steps down and all her friends come back to her cause they all love her again. Cause they got their jobs back or whatever. And then her, her uh, assistant guy shows up at her bakery when she's baking. And I didn't understand this at all because she said, he says no. that uh, because of her speech, he decided to pursue what he wants to do in life, to really live life. So he to quit follow his, job. his heart. Yeah, to follow his heart. So he's going to, he quit his job and he shows up at her bakery. She says, what, your passion's to be a baker? And he says, no. And she goes, all right, well, anyway, here's some flour. Start making cookies. And he's like, okay. So I guess the, is the implication that he wants to, he wants to get with Gabby? Yeah. Like that's that a, has to be the yeah. implication. But she is completely like, but she is completely like, you know, ignorant of it. And he doesn't seem to even be like pushing it at all. Or like, hey, no, Gabby, I'm in love with you. Yeah, he I'm here because like, I want to <laughs> have sex with you or whatever. Yeah, he's just like, oh, you know, you well, I'm not yoga. here for the dough to rise. I'm here to get a rise out of something else. <laughs> <laughs> or he wants he? to turn this into an erotica story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but he just starts making cookies like nothing happens, and you know, oh, all right, I'm just making cookies. And then the phone rings, and she picks up the phone, and who is it, Jank? <laughs> well, it's the vice president of the United States. You can well, tell him I, he refers to himself as, I am the vice president of the yeah. United States. Well, I guess I should say, first, first Ellie's on the phone, and she tells her, then the stoner kid cuts in, and then she means to go back to Ellie. So she switches back over to Ellie, and she's like, what's up? But uh, instead, it's the vice president of the United States. <laughs> and... And what does he say, Jack? <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, is this Governor Gabby? I've got a very special job for you. Credits. <laughs> and, or yeah, does he? Yeah. <laughs> does he? <laughs> that's the movie. So there you go. Uh, that's the movie. It was amazing. But here, I, I think this might tarnish <laughs> it for you folks. There's actually in 2013, there's a movie, there's an Italian film called Welcome, Mr. President. And it's the exact same plot, except it's not a, <laughs> oh, shit. It's not a college girl, um, just a dude who becomes president of Italy, 
And, uh, but like, there are several plot points that are like all the stuff with the marijuana, the, the wacky marijuana mix up at the dinner that happened in that movie. Like it, everything wow. else is taken from that movie. And then there's also a, a movie with Leah Thompson from 2011 called Mayor Cupcake about Leah Thompson was running a bakery where she's famous for making cupcakes and she accidentally gets elected mayor of a town. So it seems like uh, the Nybauers watched at least one of those films. But definitely, <laughs> if you go through a point-by-point -point comparison between Welcome, Mr. President, and this, it's pretty shocking how much they stole from it. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah, I guess if you're going to steal, steal from another country, or people probably <laughs> yeah. haven't seen those movies. <laughs> yeah. Or steal from a 2011 Leah Thompson movie that probably nobody saw. <laughs> <laughs> it's also true. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Governor Gabby. Um, I, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, of course it's a terrible movie. It's I did awful, too. But I, I did not. This, I expected <laughs> this to be like so terrible. And there were times when I legitimately and it laughed. Was. Like, the lines are so awkward and so bad <laughs> that it's funny. It's hilarious. And, and she Holy does moly like, wackadoodle. <laughs> Yeah, she calls uh, the political people moon bats, barking moon bats or something, and uh, <laughs> that's the thing she does. Grandma called the like Mr. Brown, like the toady, toady guy, like she called him a, what was it, an eye licker? Yeah, an eye licker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's also, like she has I've another expression, uh, like not schnikes, but she says something similar to that when like I think she finds out. Oh, yeah, it's German, I think. Shiza. Shiza, yeah. Yeah, there is a scene where they try and uh, embarrass her by meeting with a German ambassador, but she speaks German. Yeah, and they're talking about Rocky Road ice cream for like 10 minutes. Yeah, in German. I really wanted to tell the story of Rocky Road ice cream, but it was really just like, yeah, there was a guy, and he had started an ice cream shop, and he mixed this stuff with nuts and, and marshmallows. What a good story. Yeah. <laughs> it was so compelling. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't want to say I love this movie, but it uh it was enjoyable. <laughs> I'm I glad don't I watched it. I'm glad I watched it. <laughs> and if you're if you're out there and you'd like to watch it, we found it on some website. I think it's like jwplayer.com. So search like JW Ooh, Player very good. Governor Gabby and it'll probably pop up and you can just watch it for free. Uh but uh, yeah, it's a terror. Like if you can get past the audio, but the audio is definitely going to be a stumbling. Go watch it though. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should watch it. <laughs> you can do yeah. worse with your time. <laughs> like one out of ten, Tuffy. What would you give Governor Gabby? Zero. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> this like it's not that bad. Samurai Cop was a really good bad movie. This is like those <laughs> Kurt Cameron church movies. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, this is pretty good. And again, grading it on the scale of terrible movies, uh, I'll probably go, man, I, I had a lot of affection for it. I, I don't know where to go with this. Yeah. Jake, where do you weigh in on this? I don't know. It's tough. I think I'm going to go probably about seven that's um, what I was going to say, there was, seven, but yeah, I'm tempted to go eight. I would have bumped it up a little bit more, but I know, seven, I'm tempted to go eight, about right. because, yeah. uh, man, some of the lines were just <laughs> so bad Absolutely that they were amazing. ridiculous. 
<laughs> so, so we I got think I need to go thumbs. on a hiatus. We got two thumbs. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> We got two big thumbs up for me and Jake, and a thumbs way down for Tuffy. So I don't know. Harsh in our mouth. So, what do you want to do next week? Because uh, do, do you want to go back to Andy Sedaris since we all got the DVDs? Do you want to try? Well, we still got Cherry Two Thousand on deck, waiting, ready to go. Hasn't been so four next, years yet. Yeah, next time the Olympics roll around, we'll get to it. Um, would you like to go Andy Sedaris again, or uh, you know, not, uh, Jake, yeah, we can do uh, that. What's what's the next one? Uh, Picasso Trigger, I believe, is the next one in the line. Picasso Trigger. Ooh. I think so. But, uh, oh, good. The guy's name is Picasso Trigger. I'm excited Jank, now. A movie I I, I want to watch at some point, though. Uh, this might appeal to you, Jank. I doubt it will be able to Tuffy. But remember a few weeks ago uh, on the flea market, well, a couple months ago, I guess now, flea market fantasy, we did Doc Savage. And I've been way into Doc oh, Savage yeah. lately. I listened to Doc Savage's wow. little radio show, and I've been listening to audio books on tape on YouTube. They have, like, computer a computerized voice reading the book on tape. So it's annoying at first, <laughs> but I got into it now. So whenever I take my nap, I put on the Doc Savage book, and I listen to it. But they made a movie in 1975 called Doc Savage. The <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, and it's supposed to be uh, kind of weird, and I, I'm trying to find it. Who played Doc Savage? Uh, a guy named Eli or something. Last name Eli, or I, don't know. <laughs> um, I guess he's been another stuff. Eli Whitney. Once he invented that uh, cotton gin, then he's gotten <laughs> acting. Doc Savage. Uh, but I know it's on Amazon Prime for like three bucks, but I think it's on, it might be on YouTube for free. So I would like to watch that at some nice. point. Because it's, uh, it's a lot to talk. Tuffy, do you have any knowledge of Doc Savage? Nope. Without Doc Savage, he's like uh, pulp novels from the 1930s. He's basically the first superhero. Like Superman stole a shit ton from Doc Savage. <laughs> and he, he's just he a normal guy. He doesn't have any powers, though. right? Yeah, yeah he's, he's just a, a tan. normal guy. He doesn't have any superpowers. But he's like the uh, epitome of human intelligence and Olympic level athlete. He's, he's like the perfect human without having. Yeah. But Jeff so, Gold. So without, <laughs> but even Stan Lee says without Doc Savage, there are no superheroes. Like that's the, it's like Doc Savage, the shadow. And then, you know, you go all the way through. So, um, yeah, we, I would like to do Doc Savage at some point, but would you like to do Picasso trigger next week? Harry to Thousand. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know why you're yeah. so opposed to that one, but we can do Doc Savage next week, I guess. I have a recollection of seeing Cherry Two Thousand, at least a couple minutes of it, when I was a little kid, and I, 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 you know, I don't have think it's that great or anything. It's Melanie Griffith as well, so you know what the fuck. I mean. We just watched <laughs> Governor Gat. <laughs> That's true. Everything it. is a step up, <laughs> looks wise. Uh, <laughs> and I loved it. So, all right, uh, all right, we'll we'll go Picasso Trigger next week. Uh, I I don't even know if you can find it anywhere online. So, if you want to play along, you're going to have to order these DVDs from Amazon. Seven bucks, twelve movies for. $7. It's worth it. That's a deal. Just for the two well, we've watched alone, I'd say it's worth. No, it. I missed bucks. my pick last week. So there is a movie on Prime called Spring Break that leaves on August 31st. It's a 1983 Ooh. movie. 
from wet t-shirt contests in drinking games in the local bars to belly flop and swimsuit contest poolside <laughs> and bikini-clad bikini beachgoers, this 80s time capsule is like a travel goer for Fort Lauderdale. All right, yeah, we'll definitely watch that. What is today's date? The 20th? <laughs> the 20th. Next. Ooh, so we would have to watch it before. Yeah, next, no, next I think, week. I'd probably yeah. forget to watch it, though. I usually watch these movies Friday, yeah, right when they show. Yeah. The show. All right, what well, do you want to do? No, we got plenty of time. Next? Yeah. Do, do you want to do spring break days. next week? Yeah, so spring break next week. Right. The yeah, week after, I will be in uh, Michigan again. Oh, well, you're going to for the last time for the year. year. Uh, That's well, we fine. can do Jack Savage that week if he's all right. Yeah, all right. Tuffy doesn't care. All right, so, we really so talk cover this in the production meeting, not on air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tuffy, since you missed Cherry 2000, Jack, do you want to do spring break next week for Tuffy? Sure, absolutely. All right. It had so all next those week, key words that <laughs> pique my interest. <laughs> next week, spring break on Amazon Prime. And this isn't Spring Breakers, right? Wasn't there a movie like a few years back? No. Yeah, there was a movie called <laughs> no, Spring Breakers. This is just called yeah. Spring Break. From uh, starring any- David Knell, Perry Lang, and Paul Land. They're very good. I don't know if that's the famous people, but. <laughs> no idea all right. So, uh, Good to lead with the dudes. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Well, that's a movie called Spring Break. Don't lead with the dudes. But uh, all right, so we'll try that. Then uh, maybe Doc Savage the week after that if I can find it, and then we'll get back into Andy Sedaris, and we'll go hard into Andy Sedaris then when they come. So. It has one actress in it called Jane Modine, so that's that's got to be a good sign. Jane Her name Modine. is Modine. Matthew Modine. Oh. Sister? Oh, you're, you're making a letter Kenny reference there, Modine. Yeah. Oh, nice. Modine. <laughs> Did she spell it with a three? That'd be amazing. She was ahead <laughs> of the time then. So. All right. So, uh, what if? You want to talk some what if? I guess we can do that. Sure. Uh, Tuffy, you still don't have the Disney Plus, right? You just don't care about any of these things? Yeah. All right. Well, hang in there, Tuffy, because uh, after What If and probably Columbo, we'll do SummerSlam, all right? Hang in there. <laughs> we'll do a big brother and champion before we do Columbo. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, well, let's do What If, though, first, because I meant to talk about it last week, and I uh, forgot. All right. So um, what if two episodes so far in the Disney Plus? Episode one, what if Agent uh, – wait, for those who don't know what What If is, Jank, uh, would you like to explain it to him uh, what it was in the comic books? Sure. Uh, what If was a comic book series that ran for a long time um, where they would kind of take events in the Marvel Universe and imagine what would happen if they were slightly different. Like, you know, what if Spider-Man catches six arms <laughs> and you never you change back to normal Spider-Man? It would, it, it, the best ones were the ones like that where it would kind of take something that happened in the comic and kind of extrapolate, you know, oh, what if that would have kept going? Or what if Gwen Stacy was still alive? Something like that. Yeah. Or, uh, I'm trying to think of other famous ones, but um, what if Wolverine had killed the Hulk? I remember that was one of them. Like when he fought Ooh, the Hulk. Oh, yeah. If he had killed the Hulk. And they, they tend to, the ones I read from the original series back in the day, they all tend to have pretty dark endings. Usually everyone ended up dead. <laughs> That's true. Rarely was there a happy ending to a what if book. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, because we, normal we, comics, you kind of have to have that. What ifs, you yeah. can just do whatever the fuck you want, so everyone's going to go as dark as they can. We we did what if on uh, one episode of Flea Market Fantasy with everybody Miles Watson. It was like, what if Conan the Barbarian met Thor? And uh, spoiler alert, Conan dies at the end. So, yeah, so that's pretty yeah. <laughs> So, all right, so episode one, uh, on Disney Plus now, there's a new series. Because of Loki and the multiverse and stuff, oh, it opens up the possibilities for what if. We can see all these other possibilities across the multiverse. And the Watcher, that that big guy with the big head, the Watcher, like a living Funko Pop, <laughs> yeah. the Watcher. He, he's the guy <laughs> who uh, who monitors everything. Do they have a Funko Pop of the Watcher, uh, Jank? That would seem like a, a, an odd Oh, I'm sure they do, yeah. They would have to. I don't know why they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. They should do the old roof. He should have a normal-sized head, you know? Everyone else is a big <laughs> so, uh That would be great. The, the Watcher narrator, like gives the openings to each episode, and he did it to each comic book. I, there's a famous actor doing the voice of the Watcher, and I can't remember who it is. Someone yeah, famous. Jeffrey Wright, I think. Yes. Yeah, there he is. Jeffrey Wright. So episode one is what if uh, – th- it, it asked the question, uh, like, if I could jerk off to an animated Haley Atwell. That was the question <laughs> in episode one. And uh, the answer is yes. Yes, you can. So uh, episode one is, what if Captain Carter, Sharon Carter, became Captain America? Yeah, she wasn't a captain. What if Sharon Carter became Captain America? Agent Carter, my beloved Haley Atwell. And they have Haley Atwell doing the voice and everything. Because the setup here, Jank, is like, if you remember in the first Captain America movie, I guess uh, she was in there with Steve Rogers and getting him ready and whatnot. But when they do the experiment, I guess she left the room in the movie, maybe. Like, she went outside the room. So in this story, sure. she doesn't she doesn't leave the room. She stays in there. And when that, that saboteur tries to take down the experiment, he actually uh, um, causes all kind of trouble. So the machines go screwy. And Steve Rogers, before the, the, the process happens, he jumps out to try and stop the guy. And the guy shoots Steve Rogers. And so he's down and dying. So Peggy Carter... Uh, she shoots the she kills the terrorist fella or the German spy or whatever, and then the mm-hmm. machine's about they're, they're running out of time. Someone's got to get in there to do it, so she just jumps in the machine and says, "All right, do it." So they turn her and and she comes out of the machine and she's a big meaty woman, like uh, Raquel Gonzalez <laughs> or Rhea Ripley. She could, she's capable. Of yeah, she looked meat. pretty mannish. Yeah, she got real big and buff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and Steve Rogers, not very feminine. And Steve Rogers is still skinny little Steve Rogers, you know, uh, so it's pretty cool. And uh, so she and the government, like I know when we were talking uh, weeks ago or whatever, and I told you I, I saw it and I loved it. You said, well, she doesn't even. What'd you say? Her name's Captain Carter. That's not a superhero. <laughs> Captain name. Carter. That's not a superhero name. Well, well it's because she's not a superhero. She's the, the government keeps her quiet. They don't want it known that a woman is being like you know the super soldier because they, they screwed up. Uh, so. Like, the, the way they broadcast Captain America is like a symbol. No, she's not. She's kept under wraps. Like, it's top secret. No one knows about her. But she just wants a promotion because uh, they want to let her out in the field to do it. So she goes, all right, then I guess you got to promote me. So they, she's Captain Carter. So she can go out in the field and do all this stuff. So no one knows she really exists except the people, you know, in the government or whatever. And uh, she gets a fancy shield. Uh, Tony Stark, or not Tony Stark, but her Howard Stark gives her the shield, but instead of the star, it has, like, the British flag on it. And uh, she's it, goes out, and she's fighting, and, you know, she's great. Uh, and uh, 
Hydra, the Red Skull's there, and Hydra's trying to bring back some big monster from some other other dimension. And uh, she has, it's basically like, uh, did you ever watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show, Jack? Um, I watched like the first three seasons-ish. Do you remember when they had like that hive thing coming back, like the tentacle? It's kind of like that. Like it's a big hydra oh, okay. tentacle monster coming through this dimension. And so there's a big sure. fight scene at the end at the castle, and the Red Skull ends up dying. The monster kills the Red Skull. And Steve Rogers, they, uh, he becomes basically Iron Man because Howard Stark builds a suit of armor for him so he can still, you know, fight the, the good fight. So he's basically – but it looks like the first Iron hmm. Man suit, just a generic Iron Man kind of suit. And so he's That's, basically – But why him, didn't he make that in our universe then? Do they have the technology to do so? <laughs> um, because I, I think he wanted to find a way to, for Steve Rogers to steal – he felt bad for Steve because he missed out on his chance to be Captain America. So he wanted to find a way for this guy – because they all love Steve Rogers, like this little guy who wants to sacrifice for his country. Yeah, so he wanted exactly. to find a, another way for him to be on the battlefield like that, you know. So he built a suit for him. So uh, he's essentially Iron Man, but they don't call him Iron Man. I forget what they call him. <laughs> I think Hydra Stomper or something like that. Hydra Smash. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, That's uh, not going to catch on. But then it, it looks like he dies then later in a, in a mission. So Peggy is on her own with uh, some shield agents as they go into this castle, and then but then Steve Rogers shows up again, and uh, he didn't die because the the bad guys had kidnapped Steve Rogers. So um, he comes back, and they're fighting the big monster, and the only chance they have is for Peggy to like force the monster back through the dimensional gate, but she does it, and the dimensional gate closes, so everyone thinks she's dead. So it's the old twist through. Now she's dead, but Steve Rogers is alive, and then at the very end. She pops out of the the, uh, the gate again, but now she's in, like, the future with uh, Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, and Hawkeye right when they first got the Tesseract, because this all involved the Tesseract and stuff. So uh, she's now, like, where Avengers 1 started. She's now there. So she's basically Captain America in that time. Right. So it's the old switcheroo. So, yeah. so it's pretty much the same thing. They just switched places. <laughs> yeah, but I, it's really good. And there's a weird tentacle monster. But I really enjoyed it because the, the animation for the show is it's very good. It's uh, beautiful and like the action scenes are great. Uh, it's like a comic book. Um, very dynamic and you know scenes and everything. So I highly recommend episode one because again I don't know if you heard me. Haley Atwell's in it. <laughs> so, yeah, go watch that. <laughs> Episode two. Now this one uh, is this one's a little weird because I'm like yeah. Right? I like when, it, I, heard the I like when they when it's just something that happened in the book but a little different. Like Peggy doesn't leave mm-hmm. the room, so now she's Captain America basically. So, but uh, see, episode two. Well, I mean, these first it, two kind of had the same problem where it's like, what if this person was this person? Like, I, I'm not interested yeah. in that stuff. I hear you. I hear you. But the problem with episode two, though, it's like so such a random thing it has no yeah it's what if what if uh t'challa black panther became star lord of guardians of the galaxy it's like what yeah there's so, no connection there at all the basic premise is like when uh yondo or whatever when he was supposed to come down and get the kid who was i guess in the movies it's a little different but he's like they were supposed to pick him up because he's the son of the living planet, right? That ego guy, right? Yeah. Supposed to find the son. Yep. So Absolutely. he 
he didn't do it on his own. He got some two, like, interns or whatever to do it. He just told them to go do it, and they weren't that bright. And uh, they just scoured the planet for, like, some energy source sign or something. And because Wakanda is over that vibranium, like, asteroid or something, it set off some energy signal. And T'Challa just happened to go outside of the security dome uh, and at that moment. So they spotted him, and they abducted him. It took him up, and he became Star Lord. But the cool thing Didn't about they this realize episode, immediately, like, hey, this is the wrong kid. They, <laughs> Why are we taking him with us? Yeah, that's the that's the big problem here because Yondo does notice right away, and he's like, "What the hell? This is not the right kid." And he shows him a picture of the kid, and but they kind of just gloss over that. They don't even like. They just say, "Oh well, he's God. here." And, yeah, and, and and they don't even like T'Challa doesn't even like say, "Hey, I'd like to go back to my family. Uh, can you put me back?" Yeah. Instead, he's all enamored with exploring space, so Yondo takes him out into space. And then they say later on that Yondo told him that uh, his family all died. His planet died. It blew up, so he can't take them back. And so that's why he stayed. So that's kind of a dick move, right? Yeah, that's a real dick move. But but the cool thing about the show, this episode, is that uh, because T'Challa is such a good dude, like he, he affects everyone around him, that um, – Thanos is now just a, a good guy. He never became evil. Like T'Challa what? had a debate with him and won him over. Yeah, it's actually funny though. Like so, so Thanos is part of their team, and because T'Challa convinced him that to give up his evil, you know, to be good and not look for power and try and kill the universe. And they keep everyone throughout the episode. There's a running gag about everyone like ribbing on Thanos because he had a plan to kill half the universe. And they said they, they call they call him Captain Genocide. It's like a running gig, a gag. And he's like, he's like, I'm not. It's not genocide. Genocide's only if it's it's predetermined. This is random. It's just random. It's not genocide. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Nebula's there, but she has like a whole head of blonde hair. And uh, so there's a the little changes like oh. that throughout. Howard the Duck shows up for a little. Blonde bit. hair. Oh, Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah, briefly. Uh, so it's, <laughs> it's pretty good. Like, if you can get by the big holes and, like, logic of why this is even happening or uh, who gets – it's still enjoyable. It's entertaining. Um, but I liked episode one a lot better because uh, Haley – <laughs> I think we can tell why, yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess this was the last thing Chadwick Boseman did, though, before he passed away, sadly. Like, he was the voice of this mm-hmm. in here, so. I don't know what episode three is. Have you heard episode three? What it is? Um, I feel like I did a couple weeks ago, but I couldn't remember what it was at this point. I, ho- I hope to God it's not if this person was that person. It has to be something. No, different. I think it is something different. All right. I think it was just those first two weeks that are like that. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Um, oh, I do you think Haley Atwell shows up in like another Marvel movie now because like if they do multiverse <laughs> stuff and fingers <laughs> crossed. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. I kind of feel like these are never going to go anywhere, and they're just kind of a waste of time. Nope. Just no, I'm not watching them. Apparently, they said these are part of the canon now. Like, these are part of the – because of the multiverse stuff, like, these are all things that are – I don't know how they can be part of the canon when there's not, like, the actual timeline. Right. I mean, they. I'm sure they exist in an alternate universe that, you know, has not but been I pruned. Think, but, but I think what, what they're – It's not part of the main universe. But I think what they're implying is these people can show up in the main universe now. 
Oh, yeah, I guess they could. Anything's possible, but that seems like a mess. <laughs> They're already having, like, all three Spider-Men in the Spider-Man movie. If you just start putting those, you know, into every movie, it's just going to be really repetitive and boring. By the way, I saw a picture recently of uh, uh, on that wrestling board. Someone posted a picture of Tom Holland with Charlotte Flair. Um, this was from a couple years ago, I guess, where he's just holding a, a championship belt. I guess he showed up at a WWE event. And Tom Holland is wee tiny. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte Flair looks like a giant next to Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, it makes him a good Spider-Man because he is very scrawny and... and <laughs> I think he's probably probably in his, you know, 25, 26 by now, and he still looks like a teenager. It's all right. Is Tuffy still awake? Tuffy, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, because we're going to talk Columbia. <laughs> oh, no, all right, Tuffy. We'll talk yeah. Big Brother. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk Big Brother. All right. Yeah. Hey, oh, by, by the way, Big Brother-wise, I forgot to update you last week. Uh, um, what's her face? Uh, what's her name? The OnlyFans girl. Rockstar? Uh, Rockstar. <laughs> oh, that's something we got to talk about, too. Yeah. Yeah. But first, uh, Rockstar lost her boxing match. Remember they were having those boxing matches? She, uh, oh, no. Yeah. She, she lost by decision. Um, I guess uh, – Oh. I think, Jank, if I'm remembering properly, I think your buddy Josh got lit up pretty good. I think he got stopped in her. Oh. I think. Now that I need to watch. Fuck Is that jo- Josh or Josiah, one of the two got stopped. And I think it was Josh, though, that got stopped <laughs> in round one. So, like, he wasn't knocked out cold. Yeah. He just stopped it, though, you know. But uh, I guess uh, beat him up too much. I was hoping for, like, a, you know, Ivan Drago, Apollo Creed type situation. <laughs> but from what I read, I guess they charged people 20 bucks to watch that event. But from what I, what I read on the subreddit, though, the people that got it said they enjoyed it. They had fun. But I don't know if you had $20 worth of fun, but still. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, compared to most fights, I mean, that's. Not that much. Maybe the refs yeah, were no. hoping for Rockstar's kitty. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, let, let's there were no low on, blows. Let's give an update on Rockstar's kitty because, uh, as you alluded to, uh, breaking news with OnlyFans. We, now, I think uh, I understand what's going on here, but, Jank, uh, do you know the details of this OnlyFans situation? What's happening here? Um, I, I originally heard that they were just getting rid of, you know, anything pornographic altogether. But then I heard that that's not necessarily the case. It's just some stuff they're trying to get rid of, like, you know, yeah. stuff with bodily fluids and, yeah. like, uh, siblings and stuff. So I guess the Nolan yeah. twins better watch it. Yeah, the Nolan twins and uh, what's the other girl? Uh, who was the other one that was real <laughs> popular? The, fuck. Yeah, the dark-haired um, girl, like, from Jersey. Uh, oh, uh, JoJo. Oh. JoJo. Yeah, JoJo. She's going to have to change what she does. But for, I guess the softcore is still fine. P- new pictures are still fine. Stuff like that is still fine. But no, like, actual sex, I don't think they can do it. Oh, I heard that was okay still. Oh, really? It's more just, like, no peeing on people and stuff like that. But Well, that opens that, – that, like that seems like a lot of subjectivity. you got to, like uh, – it's kind of like pass interference in the NFL. There's a lot of gray area there. Um, yeah. I'd sign up for that job. You figure yeah. out if this is pornographic <laughs> or not. All right. You got I don't it. know, Jack. Well, I guess OnlyFans, usually everyone involved is pretty good looking. Yeah, because I was going to say, that could be a very bad thing. But, uh, yeah. Because so, yeah. Yeah, um, if they've been getting I, rid of all nudity, why even have an OnlyFans anymore? That's, yeah, that's all your it. company is. 
that's what people were saying. Like, it, it makes no sense. So, yeah, nudity is still definitely going to be there. But then I heard, uh, when, again, I was just reading the post or whatever, people talking about it. Then people were saying it's only on the app because they're launching a new app or something, and they couldn't get the app approved if they had these things on the app. <laughs> so you could still oh. go to the traditional site and still see all the other stuff. But I, I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. But, uh, I... <laughs> I'm yeah. going to have to figure yeah. all this out before I get my OnlyFans page started. I'm going to have to really <laughs> There's still time. All right, so Big Brother. You're going to make all the on? money you can in September, apparently, before, you know, October hits. Yeah, made my Oscar cut out. Just going nuts. All right, Tuffy. <laughs> so tell us what's going on on Big Brother these days. Uh, so Kylan was the HOH last week, and it sounds like he's a real pain in the ass. Thailand. <laughs> yeah. Was he the guy who everyone was uh, loved him in episode one because he was like doing charity work and he's such a good guy and all that stuff? Is that him? Uh, I have hmm. no idea what his deal is. I'm pretty sure that. Was yeah. Him. Right. Maybe. Could yeah. be. Uh, but he was very confusing even to people who were supposed to be his allies about who he was targeting the whole time. Uh, first, he put a player in Big D, and then they have, like, an America Votes contest going on where you got BB Bucks, and you had to play a game. You could choose to play a game to spend those BB Bucks, and he played and won. So then he got to pick a veto player, and if that person won, he also won a veto. So he picked Alyssa, who won. So there were two vetoes, and he vetoed Claire and put up Brittany, and then she got voted out. So that was good because, oh, good nice. Lord, she is fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got one more rap out on the way out the door. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Sarah Beth won HOH this week. Oh, also Alyssa looked real good last week, I thought, now that Christian's mm-hmm. out of the house. <laughs> yeah. He was definitely dragging her down. Is she sleeping with anybody new? She seemed very non-committal about Christian on his way out, too. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of positive signs in the house this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a brand um, new day. Yeah, and so Sarah Beth nominated Claire in Big D again for some reason. Well, she's, like, real tight with Kylan, so I think he's probably just telling her what yeah. to do, it sounds like. But I guess uh, before the HOH, like, she said, I'm not just going to do what Kylan wants. And then her original plan was to nominate someone else, and then she ended up just doing what Kylan wants. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then they had another high roller competition this week that Alyssa won. Yes. So uh, she, this week, if you won, you could take one of the nominees down and then spin a roulette wheel, and a random person would then go up on the block. So I think Xavier Mm. took uh, Big D's spot. Oh, okay. So it is uh, Xavier and Claire on the block right now. And uh, Derek X is in trouble if he doesn't win the veto, basically. Why is Claire always being nominated? Um, because the cookout is a really good alliance, because that's a whole thing on Reddit, too, of people saying, 
well, this is just racist because nobody wants to nominate the black people. So, and you can't say that it's an all black <laughs> alliance because you would sound racist. And it's like, also, nobody yeah. knows that that alliance exists. Like, I don't know how they don't yet. know, though. <laughs> like, you couldn't tell that they're going to gang up against the white people. <laughs> well, like they, I mean, it is a very, very good alliance because they each have one person that they're close with. So it looks like there's four duos in the house right now or something like that. Or it's like Derek X is close with Hannah and Sarah Beth is close with Kylan and Xavier is close with Alyssa and uh, Tiffany is close with Claire. So to each of those four people, they think they have a tight final two. Sure. And they don't realize that, hey, we're not part of the alliance is actually controlling anything. So, right. I don't know. It seems to me like it's just one of the best alliances that Big Brother's had in a while. But, yeah, that's the Big Brother update. Oh, yeah. Jank, any thoughts? Uh, not much. Yeah, Alyssa's is still looking good. Yeah, um, and she's safe for the week, that, I think, since she won that comp. So that's great. That, that's the real good news. Hope she sticks around, but probably won't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I still have. Yeah, because it sounds like even if Derek X wins the veto, he has no intention of taking Claire off. So Claire's probably going home unless she wins the veto, in which case Derek X will be going home. That is sad because I like Claire. She's so weird. Yeah, but in not like a not not in an annoying way, just kind of a quirky way. Yeah. What what is weird about her? <laughs> I don't know. Just like the way she talks, it's like weird and overly, I don't know, overly dramatic, but not in a like I said, not in an annoying way. It's just kind of she's so awkward, <laughs> and I kind of like, like it. Yeah. Governor Gabby, awkward. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> All right, so uh, Columbo time. No, 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 no. There's a big, big <laughs> champions update we could talk about for at least 25 minutes. <laughs> we'll give you five minutes on champions. Yeah, yeah, Jack. Yeah. They're 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 introducing five star gold players now. That Marvel game you go you play, do they go to five star gold characters? Um, they have five star. There is no such thing as a gold or silver in it. That's just oh, okay. five star. Yeah, we got five star bronze, silver, and gold. So five star gold. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Mike, Mike Dell, they recently added alligator Loki. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, alligator. Yeah, not sad about that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Tuffy, you excited for five star gold? There's a feud going on right now, Tuffy. Are you feuding? Is yeah, I'm, I'm busting gems as we speak. Uh, so, <laughs> See, Although, I'll, I'll post uh, gems after this. They've made this game really fucking annoying now because uh, the, like, the solo feud competition, there's, like, one of those solo war scores, and then there's a solo contest, and then there's a feud contest. Yeah. But, like, the only way to get points in the solo contest is to level up guys or spend coins that you have to pay money for. So it's like, I guess I'm not doing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could have had, like, you could have had the reserves to level up people, right? I mean, 
spending. Well, yeah, but it used to be if you could grind out, you know, like if you felt like spending five hours feuding, you could actually, <laughs> you know, get get oh, most of the way through those events. I see what you're saying. All right. Now it's it doesn't go towards the solo event for some reason, like it always has. Yeah. But I guess we we should yeah. plan for this then in the future. We should like save our evolves and shit for the feuds, I guess. Well, that's the other thing. So this month's event, when they do all the talent ups, I feel like the amounts are higher. I don't know if that's because I'm in a higher league or what. And then, uh, like it used to be if you spend certain tokens, like if you're evolving a four-star or five-star character, you're spending a shitload of tokens that go towards yeah. the talent up. And now yeah. they've just cut out a bunch of the tokens that you would be spending when you evolve those characters. I, I like they they adjusted the tokens though. Like uh, <clears throat> they got rid of a lot of the requirements for tokens, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and, but also uh, it's like now that I finally have five star silver characters, of course they're introducing yeah. five star gold characters. So I'll be well, you know. I just I've got Oscar ready to go, except the new tokens. You know. I, Whatever they can. Yeah. I guess we'll get them this week. I mean, I've got Zombie Austin ready to go, except for the new tokens, but it's going to take me like four months probably to get ten of those new tokens. But Zombie Oscar, five-star silver this week, so very excited about that. Yeah. I can take regular Oscar up to five-star anytime I want. So. But we'll see, because now i got to think right. about five-star gold for MVP. Oh, yeah, MVP, yeah. So, all right, anything else about Champions? Uh, all right, SummerSlam pay-per-view preview. <laughs> Columbo. We're going to talk Columbo first. <laughs> so, Jank, two weeks of Columbo to catch yeah. up on. Let's run through them. Yeah. I, uh, I only watched two episodes this week because I already had three from last week that we never talked right. about, so <laughs> a total of five here. Uh, let's try to oh, run through One more quick uh, Champions thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh is the new update is you don't have to burn through all the daily tours. So I guess that is kind of nice. That's great. Yeah, you just push one little click and you, you clear yeah. everything. And that's so awesome. And they don't even take your auto clear tickets or anything. Like, you still have those. So. Yeah. That's great. So. All right. So on to SummerSlam. Right. <laughs> Columbo. <laughs> five episodes. Start it off. Yeah. We're in season five here. Started off season five. So watched uh, season five of episode one Forgotten Lady. Forgotten Lady. Forgotten Lady. Yeah, you remember this one? I forgot her. Forgotten Lady. <laughs> um, this is uh, Janet Lee. Oh, yeah, she's the old movie actress. And she Yeah. And at the end, it, yep. she has and dementia. She has memory problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so at the it's end, like, Columbo knows she did it. I don't know if she remembers did doing it. Columbo yep. knows she did it. He could prove she did it. But her... Uh, her co-star in all her old films who has been in love with her basically his whole life. He, he confesses to the murder just to take the attention away from her and, uh, drag things on because she's probably going to die soon. Right. Or, or go into like, uh, yeah. Like Columbo's like, yeah, she probably only has a couple months to live. And you know, the guy's like, all right, I'll turn myself in. And he's like, it's not going to take long to poke holes in your story. And the guy's like, yeah, it might take a couple months though. Yeah, how about oh, that? Cool. <laughs> yeah. But would you Columbo's do, would breaking you do bad that? this week. He's like Mick Mackey in The Shield, just bending the rules. <laughs> Tuffy, would you do that for your lady love? Would you, uh, you know, for Alyssa or uh, 
Carmella, would you say, <laughs> you know what, I'll take the rap? You can. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, that Especially one's okay. that one, like, you're, she's going to die before you ever see her again. <laughs> I mean, that one's okay. It's not, like, one of my favorites or anything. It's fine. I like the ending, though. That's a, it's nice a cool ending. ending. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool ending. Um, again, this was also Columbo's Breaking the Rules, where he apparently had not been uh, doing his gun, you know, range exams. Oh, oh I love that. I, for the last 10 years. <laughs> I forgot that that was part of this. Yeah, Columbo, you're yep. supposed to go to the firing range once a year to qualify or whatever, and uh, he, ne- he never goes. He, wasn't he given, like, his ID to someone else to go shoot for him or something? Or? <laughs> That's what he did in this episode, yep. <laughs> One of the other detectives. He's like, yeah, they don't even check. <laughs> what is golf law? <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Um, this oh. also had the good part where Columbo's trying to prove that, the, you know, the lady could have gone off the balcony and gone down the tree. And uh, so he's trying to go oh. down the tree, and then his dog is underneath him and won't yeah, and fucking move. Yeah, he tells the dog to move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, got a big, he's got a big old basset hound, you know, and uh, he just calls him Dog. That's his name, Dog. Yep, and he just dog goes, named Dog. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in this now. Yeah, I haven't seen it in so long. But, uh, when yeah, I was a little kid, was great. My, my old man took me to the firing range one time. Bang, 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 shoot, shooting uh, with all the cops. Yeah. But, uh, it was That's nice awesome. That's awesome. Outside at night, they they went. And they Ooh, went. outdoor range. Yeah, so you got to see like the burst of the you know the bullet coming out and everything. So, all right, nice. um, episode two. Uh, episode two was the case of immunity. Uh, this uh, one, second episode uh, in a row where you got to see Columbo in a fancy suit. <laughs> yeah, this, this, is <laughs> yeah, all this guy's up. famous. The killer here is a famous guy, like. Uh, Alessandro or something. What's his name? He's been in other stuff. But oh, I, I didn't even write it down because I was like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> oh, he, like not like Hector Alessandro or something. Yeah, he's been in a lot of TV stuff. Um, but uh, he's like a uh, I don't even know. Is it Iran or Iraq or just made up Middle Eastern country? I, I don't. Yeah, it might have been made up. I want to say it was just made up. Some kind of Middle Eastern country, and this guy's got diplomatic immunity, like the guy in Lethal Weapon Two. <laughs> yeah, and he kills somebody and. I can't really remember how he killed him, though. Like, um, this was a week ago, so I don't even really remember. Yeah, I, I, like, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, not not the most memorable of episodes. Um, the ending is kind of cool, where basically Columbo like can't you know arrest him because he's got diplomatic immunity, but then he kind of you know he's tricking the guy into telling him things. So he's like, oh, I can't do anything to you anyway. And then it turns out the guy, like the president of the country, was you know yeah. in the room listening. <laughs> and yeah, he's like, "All right, well, we'll take you back home, and you know, take you to, you'll face our justice." And so the guy's and like, he's "Oh, like, fuck. no, I confess. I don't want to do that. I can." Yeah. yeah, he's like, "I confess. I confess." Yeah. <laughs> Columbo, you take me in. <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll waive my diplomatic no. immunity. Just take me in. <laughs> All right, episode three. That's pretty cool. Uh, three was identity crisis. Identity Crisis. That's a very uh, famous yeah. title. Why am I not remembering this? Identity Crisis. <laughs> Who's in it? See if you can get it. Uh, this was Leslie Patrick, Nielsen and Patrick, Patrick McGowan. McGowan. Patrick McGowan. Yep. Yeah, Patrick McGowan's the spy. kills Leslie Nielsen on the beach underneath the pier. Yeah, that, that's my one problem with the episode. Is like If you've got those two guys and you have to kill one of them and spend the rest <laughs> of the episode with the other, you keep well, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> 
Well, this is way before Naked Gun and Police Squad and everything. You know, this is <laughs> he wasn't as beloved back then as he is <laughs> later years. But uh, yeah. yeah, was Patrick McGowan Patrick... beloved? Because I've never seen him in anything Wait, but Columbo. Patrick McGowan's a Columbo All Star, four time appearances in Columbo, right? Four appearances in Columbo. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's an okay That's one. I didn't love it. It's all right. Um, none of these are really my favorites or anything. But none of these are yeah. top 11 episodes, but they're fine. I mean, he had a good moment where he was at the Columbo's at the gas station, and he's like, I was going to say, James trying to pay for yeah, gas. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. McGowan's also there, right? And he's like trying to buy yeah, gas. Yeah, and he's like, gives him a 10, and he's like, hey, you can probably use this. And then Columbo returns it later. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's pretty good. So, oh, and Larry this, Tate from uh, Bewitched was like the head of the CIA. Yeah, Larry Tate, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, this week you had two episodes. Yeah. So episode four was A Matter of Honor. A Matter Another of Honor? Another one where Columbo goes traveling. Oh, is this uh, Ricardo Montalban in the bullfighting? Yeah. Columbo's in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was yeah. on, why was he in Mexico? I, I can't remember. Was he on vacation again with the wife or what was going on? Yeah, I think him and the wife were down there, but of course the wife has to go back and he his car got like impounded, so he gets to stay and yeah. the cop wants to, you know, bring him along on this case. <laughs> and and it's kind of weird, like, but Ricardo Montalban, it's about matadors and they he they somehow rig it to like a bull kills a guy, right? Because like they yeah because he, he shoots they, the guy with a you know uh, tranquilizer dart first <laughs> so then yeah, the bull like, just kills him. But but isn't there also something about like the uh, they, for whatever they use uh, it was like wet or it wasn't wet or what was it? Yeah, because I think the time of the day that they were saying this happened, you know, it was really windy, so they would have had to have wet the cape. But when the cops showed up, the cape wasn't wet at all, so they're like, well, this clearly didn't happen when this guy said it was or when it actually happened, and it was when Ricardo Montemar was actually here still. So <laughs> that's hey, kind of how they of, got him. Speaking of Ricardo Montalban, um, after I watch, uh, I guess it's NXT maybe on Tuesdays, they they show uh, commercials all the time for uh, the new Fantasy Island. They have a new <laughs> Fantasy Island. Yeah, you know, like, I think I saw that, like the uh, picture on Hulu or something maybe. There's like a foxy lady instead of Ricardo Montalban now. And, uh, yeah, not the same. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, what's the uh, final Columbo? Um, the final one was Now You See Him. Oh, oh this is great. Jack Cassidy. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel How like Foxy. we've been building up to this one for a long yeah. time, but yeah, this How Foxy great. is his daughter. Oh, my goodness. His oh, daughter. yeah. Yeah, she's great. She was great. Uh, yeah, and then, she, like, that lady he was trying to replace his daughter with was pretty good-looking, too. So Jack Cassidy is basically an old Nazi uh, SS agent, like a soldier. Like he's yep. killing people at the camp. <laughs> Nazi magician. But that nowadays, he's a famous magician at some club in, uh, you know, L.A. or whatever, and he's uh, he's up on the stage all the time doing these performances. His daughter's his assistant. And uh, mm-hmm. here the guy that runs the club finds out that he was a nut, so Jack Cassidy has to kill him. And... Uh, but Columbo and Jack Cassidy always have great chemistry together. And, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, it was <laughs> great when he was bringing Columbo up on stage and stuff and, like, getting him in on the act. And Columbo <laughs> challenges him to get out of those handcuffs and shit. Yeah. And and, and I guess uh, Cassidy slips away to kill the guy. 
when he's locked in the trunk, right, of his act. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's supposedly in this trunk that's being suspended above water, but really he gets out of the trunk before it ever gets lifted up. So yeah. the <laughs> Columbo time to sneak obviously knows it's a trick, so he's trying to figure out the intricacies of the trick and how it works. And, um, and then at the end, like, uh, isn't, there, isn't Columbo, like, doing something like all these tricks at the end, like his hand or whatever, like, he, like sleight of hand? Like, isn't he, like, yep. making fun of like, yeah, tricks. I don't know. Well, it has to do with like that head game thing where it's like, oh, if he, what number are you thinking of? And then if he, if yeah. you pick a three, he tells you to look under this thing. If he, you yeah. say two, he tells you to look under that thing. Um, and so he does that on him. And then like Jack Cassidy, like I think he puts the handcuffs on him, and like Jack Cassidy kind of slips out of him or something. So he did something else. I forget exactly how that ended, but it was pretty cool. Or no, no, no. Yeah. It was um, he had a copy of the letter that yes. they use the ribbon on or something and he gives it to Jack it Cassie and Jack Cassie immediately like makes it burst into flames. Yeah. And then Columbo like pulls one. <laughs> and he's out like, well, now you have coat. no evidence. And then he pulls yeah. another one out of his coat yep. and like, I was like, yeah. Because the other guy the, pulls the key, one out of his coat. The key clue was like the ribbon, the old typewriters, the ribbon. Um, yeah. He, he could see the letter that the guy was typing up saying that Jack Cassie was a Nazi guy. So, um, yeah. Because this yeah, is where Columbo got re-teamed up with that, that rookie detective from, like, season two that he worked oh. with in one episode, and this guy was back. That yeah. was pretty cool. A little bit of continuity. Yeah. There's not much yeah, on the show, but... Um, <laughs> th- this was the guy... Because there's a couple episodes where he... There's another episode later with Robert Vaughn where he's with another younger cop. But this one is uh, Ben, uh, ben Shuck. I think that's the actor's name, right? He he was on McMillan and so. Wife, and he was a regular. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, he's really good though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think Robert Vaughn's in the next episode. How many was he in? Uh, two. He was on the cruise ship one, and then oh, so this okay. next one you should see Columbo working with I guess another that one's coming up as well. Okay. Um, I, I think this All guy right. like he really uh, by the end he gets his own rain he buys his own raincoat to be like Columbo and stuff. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, this was, the uh, magician episode also was where Columbo his wife got him a new raincoat like it was black and oh, new yeah. and like Columbo kept losing it <laughs> he fucking hated it. Yeah, and, and his assistant always keeps finding it and brings it back to him and he's like trying yeah. to lose it. It's so great. <laughs> then eventually yeah, he's like, wearing the old one. And he's just like, yeah, my wife you know went to take it back and get something else. When he was first, when he first had it on in that scene, it's so great. He's like his arms are he's very uncomfortable. He's trying to like bend his arms like and uh, it's so awesome. Yeah, it was so it. tight and like form fitting. It's so weird. Yeah. I used to seeing Columbo like this. Oh fucking Tuffy, are you still awake? Because holy hell, yeah. you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this episode, Tuffy. Come on, it's on PC. Yeah, you really should. Give it a whirl. Great. I don't. I zoned out. I mean, I'm awake. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right. Uh, Jack, did you watch any movies this week? Um, I did. I watched uh, Don't Breathe 2 last week. Um, not so good. Uh, right. The first one was good. Like, it was a good horror movie. Like, some weird-ass twists that, that really worked for it. This one, I feel like, was kind of in a box where they didn't know what to do. So they tried throwing in some twists that didn't work. <laughs> And they kind of just took the guy who was clearly a bad guy in the first one, and they're trying to make him like an action hero in this one. It's much less horror and kind of just weird blind guy action. 
and with a weird ass plot, and it it was not so good. It kind of went off the rails right. for me. <laughs> All right. Well, um, and then I, I also watched Dead Alive, which I think is like a 1990 movie. Uh, Peter Jackson. So it's all like it's one of his earlier movies where it's like all New Zealand cast and stuff like that. Um, it was pretty good. <laughs> Again, a weird plot, but this one worked for me and it had a lot of cool practical effects and a lot of blood. So it was pretty cool. All right, dead alive. Yeah, toffee. If it was like streaming somewhere, it would be almost worth picking for the show. It's weird and goofy, but kind of fun. Yeah. All right. Toffee, did you watch anything besides Big Brother and Twin Peaks? No. Uh, no. All right. So uh, SummerSlam's tomorrow, Toffee. Don't forget it's tomorrow, not Sunday. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Why did they do that, Toffee? Why is it Saturday instead of Sunday? I thought I saw something about the arena wanted to do it on Saturday. Oh, okay. Oh, I got to clean up NXT, before Monday. NXT TakeOver's on Sunday, so it's still a big weekend of wrestling. And, uh, now, uh, for Jang, very importantly, Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. So you're going to want to check oh it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That is quality. All right. We sold the ticket. Not, qua- not quality wrestling, but quality. Hey. That <laughs> That's all so I care about. <laughs> I, I guess there's some debate or some question whether Sasha and Bianca is going to happen, right? Because uh, they won't say why, but there's. They haven't been making their live appearances. That's what they're thinking. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't think Sasha was showed up tonight either on SmackDown. So, but they're still advertising the the match. So hopefully it happens. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Um, Also, we got the the triple threat. I guess Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, and Nikki Cross, or I'm sorry, Nikki Ash. Yeah. Almost a superhero. Yeah. Uh, Who Who wins that, Tuffy? Uh, not Nikki Ash. You don't think? <laughs> I mean, maybe. But can you I go right seen... back to Charlotte for like that, that, that? And can you go back to Rhea? Like her her first title run was a disaster. Can you go back to Rhea? I mean, uh, I don't know. so I, I think I mean, it's all right. Oh, did you say Becky's coming back? Because, yeah, that would make sense if Charlotte wins and then Becky comes well, back. Well, I don't know. Charlotte. That that would be good if that happened, but I don't know. Um, some people are wondering if Becky's going to come back to SmackDown, though, because I guess Seth is on SmackDown, right? So usually they keep yeah. couples together. And, uh, yeah. Uh, who knows? All right, any other big matches? I guess Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. If they yeah, pass. Goldberg yeah, pass match. Um, Those versus the Mysterios, I'll pass on that. Yeah, what, what's the big uh, – oh, Roman, the head of the table, and John Cena. That's yeah. a big match. Holy fuck. Uh, Edge and Seth Rollins, that should be a good match at least. Yeah, I, don't, I'm not, I was never a fan Drew, of Edge. I don't really care. Drew versus Jinder, I'm assuming that's on the kickoff show. <laughs> Jinder. Don't, hey, don't kid yourself. I'm taking Jinder five-star silver on champions. Do not – Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> taking it. Um, uh, AJ and Omos versus RK Bro. RK Bro is winning that, right? They got all the momentum, so they're winning that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cena Reigns. On this podcast, we acknowledge the Tribal Chief. He's the head of the table. So yep. uh, Roman Reigns is going to win. Win. <laughs> Dude, 
Dude, Roman Reigns is just awesome right now. He is so fucking good at his job right now. It's amazing. Did you see that promo? Wow, everybody hated him. I know, because they were trying to force him down <laughs> your throat as a baby face. Now he's a heel, and he is just awesome. He is so good. And uh, nice. it, that promo he did with John Cena the other night, Tuffy, did you see that, where he made the little joke about Missionary not being good enough for Nikki Bella? And uh, That was amazing. Was, yeah. That was good. Good Lord. So I'm very excited yeah. about that. Uh, so next week, we're running out of time here. Next week on the big show, I want to try and get our buddy Lance to come on. Uh, because he's Mr. Wrestling, and there's a lot of wrestling stuff to talk about right now. Not only WWE, but... I'm going to talk AEW, it looks like. Yeah, I want to talk AEW, because there's a lot of shit going on there. Wait, what was that, Tubby? CM Punk is back? Yeah, CM Punk came back tonight. So, and I guess Daniel Bryan is also going there, and maybe Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt, and... I heard a rumor that... Uh, Everybody WWE cut? Yeah, yeah. When the, that's yeah. what I want to talk to Lance about. Because when they started, oh, there's so much I want to get... Because Lance loves AEW. AEW fucking sucks. It is terrible. <laughs> and I want to really get into Lance about this. Because when they started, the one thing they said, we're not just going to be a place for WWE rejects. Their entire fucking yeah. roster is WWE rejects. And uh, I heard Peyton Royce might also show up tonight. I, I don't know. I haven't been on the thing yet. But, uh, so... That'd be something. But so yeah, hopefully Lance will come on and talk uh, wrestling with us next week. So we'll talk about Punk and um, we'll recap SummerSlam. And but Lance isn't going to show up, but I'm hoping he does. But we'll see. We'll yeah. See. And spring break. Yeah. And spring breakers. Woo! So that'll be or no spring break, not spring breakers. I don't. Want to yeah. <laughs> if you're watching James Franco, you've gone too far. <laughs> Maybe. You know what? Maybe we'll also do some more on Governor Gabby because there's probably some stuff we didn't cover that we should really. Uh, yeah, next week, point. no Columbo because the week after you guys can do an all Columbo show if you want. <laughs> and maybe we will. Maybe we will. From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we got to thank Toffee. Thanks to Toffee. Thanks to Jank. Thanks to uh, the Illinois State Fair. We got to thank uh, Ed and uh, mm-hmm. Ed Rodica. <laughs> Yeah, thanks to Literatica, providing all kind of fuel. And uh, what else? Anything, anyone else to thank? Uh, oh, uh, about it, I guess. No one else was here. I wish Larry was still oh. here with his catchphrase. He could say, pass the gin, Governor Gabby. Oh. <laughs> thank God. That, that could be my catchphrase, though. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh. Until this time, I can't find. Yeah, I hope these, God damn it. these contract negotiations don't drag out, or I'm be going on strike soon. Until this time, <laughs> pass the gin, Governor Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>